Yeah, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream on a Friday night. And that's right. you. Whoa. I got money. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Friday night live stream. It's been a while, man. It's been a, been a while. It's been a while since we've done a Friday night live stream. Uh, but uh, hey, check this out, man. We are back. We got clapped <laughs> earlier this morning. Mm. All right, we got clapped down. I don't know what happened. I know there was some there's some issues with youtube in general i've noticed that on twitter uh but uh i was going in and uh i had a lot of people that were pissed off at me for sure and we're probably going to follow up on that but i do have to make sure i acknowledge the, the people who contributed to the live stream earlier all right and so that's what i'm doing here this weekend this friday just to clear up um that because people contributed and i was going on i was actually making some points and i didn't give them a chance to let their voice be heard all right, early in the morning. So, and a couple of people had some long ass messages. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. All right, but uh, yeah, we got to acknowledge all of those brothers, man. So, uh, dollar sign CGA live. If you want to be a new uh voice to today, tonight's live stream, or Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo or on PayPal, uh, and uh, PayPal and all of that. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And then if you want to contri contribute via super chat. Um, which I'm actually noticing uh, initially we did have a lot more people that were comfortable with doing super chat. Seems like a lot of people are still mixed and um, some people aren't super chatting. That's all the super chat is pretty much low over there. So um, if that's the case, I might consider not even double streaming over there, but we'll see. We'll see if people uh, we're just giving people options here. That's what we definitely want to do. And not a lot of people are doing it like the recent last couple of live streams. It's been like maybe two or three people, maybe four. But then every now and then somebody will sponsor over there. So, um, man, uh, if you haven't seen earlier show, all right, we were in the middle of cooking, as they say, as Angry Man say, as Angry Man says, um, cooking with hot grease. We was cooking with hot grease, and then YouTube decided to have a, a malfunction. So I said, I'm going to come back later tonight. I didn't want to deal with it then. I didn't want to wait until they got their order, their stuff straight. I even went and ran some errands, came back, and an hour and a half later seems to be they seem to have still have some issues. So I was like, I gl I'm glad I didn't wait. But um, we'll continue kind of – we won't continue where we left off. We're going to give you some new stuff. You guys see Andrew Tate exposed. We're going to have the video that exposes Andrew Tate. All right, the one and only CGA has the video. Not really, but it is what it is. Shout out to Andrew Tate. I know people are going to look at it and what happened. What happened? I'm just clickbaiting you. Uh, drawing in a couple of eyes. We're going to expose Andrew Tate. But actually, this exposed video, this exposed video talks exactly what I've been talking about. See, men will always have to learn the hard way. Men want to learn the hard way. I know a lot of us argue with my principles, and my principles don't stick with everybody. A lot of people really misunderstand my principles. You misunderstand the free agent lifestyle. And a lot of times I know you, you you just hear me talking sometimes and you hear what you want to hear. Even when someone says they disagree with me, it oftentimes ends up they agree with me. And they're trying to find some way to disagree with me. I get it. You don't have to you don't have to understand everything that I say or you don't have to agree with it. But sometimes you either say I'm wrong when I'm not wrong. You just disagree or you disagree and you actually agree. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm here trying to be as truthful as possible. I'm I'm trying to give you men principles um that can save your life. Just as off of experience. Now, let me just be 100% clear. 
Some men will experience none of these things that we talk about. You understand what I'm saying? There is going to be a few men that, that will experience none of these things. And it's a very small group, a very small group. And then there's going to be men who experience these things and accept them. You know what I mean? And then in their acceptance, they ignore what's going on because it would hurt their feelings. It would actually break them. And if that broke them, then they would be nothing as an individual. They would be absolutely nothing if I broke their last spirit. And so instead of them accepting my message and breaking themselves and breaking their last damn molecule of existence, they choose to disagree with me. Okay. <laughs> you see what I mean? So that's that guy. So again, I acknowledge statistically, there's going to be guys that never deal with anything that I've ever said. Then there's going to be some guys that disagree because in their hope strategy, they hope that I don't break the last part of humanity that they are. Because if I did, they would be nothing. They, their existence, their entire existence would be nothing from this point on, and they would have to find themselves. So they choose to disagree. Okay? But I'm just trying to help. I'm not here to hurt anyone. I'm not here to hurt women. I'm not here to hurt me. I'm not here to hurt you. I don't have to be here doubling up, doing double headers during the week. I don't have to. But people enjoy my message, and I get a lot of, I, I get a lot of, DMs and phone calls and coaching calls and people want to do my coaching program, a lot of interest, sponsorships, interviews, opportunities to speak, people buying my books, clothes and all this stuff that I'm trying to re revamp this model a little bit to keep it condensed so I don't burn out. And they are saying that I'm helping them. People think that I'm here to help women. <laughs> They're like, you're here to help women and change them. I'm not. Everybody knows I'm not preaching to the women at all. Unfortunately, when you see in this Andrew Tate Exposed video, the results are speaking for themselves. What I get from the women who really know is exactly what the world needs from men like myself. There's more single women in the history of the United States than ever before. And the reason why there are is because they cannot find real men. And I hate that phrase, real men, but they're dealing with simps. They're dealing with spineless jellyback men. They're dealing with men who are groveling and begging for every bit of attention. They're dealing with men who can't lead. They're dealing with non-masculine men. And the biggest threat to them is masculine men. So on one side of the fence, women want to be able to get full reign to do whatever they want to do unaccounted for. But then they want a real man behind the scenes and they can't find them. So when you see this Andrew Tate Exposed video, it's going to fall in one of the archetypes that I've said is one of the successful archetypes that are out here. And that's the gentleman archetype I actually attributed to one Kevin Samuels. And I said, this is more indicative of how I treat women. And you're going to see Andrew Tate Exposed here of how he treats women. And it is the exact opposite that some of these goofy ass dating coaches, these player and Mac pimp guys, and these groveling ass simps. That seem to be uplifting all of the female content creators in the manosphere and all of the women on OnlyFans. And they're losing out here. Not only are the men losing, the women are losing. But you got to learn the hard way. And then this Emmy Adoka situation, another example of you goofballs went out to defend him with your emotions and you took another L. You took a fat L in your defense of that gentleman. He's gonna get he's gonna go down crashing and burning. Of course, he will have another chance of, at redemption a few years down. But anybody that defended that moron, you deserve what you get for not following the principles of being a man. That guy, Emi Yadoka, is everything but a man. 
and you guys defended that guy. You deserve it. And I you defended him on something simple as you share the same skin color. I tell you, you men will always have to learn the hard way. You guys always have to learn the hard way when the details come out about what he did. And I'm going to show you Matt Barnes actually had to do a double take and come on back home too. His light-skinned ass went and defended that other Nigerian light skin, and now he had to come back and shuffle. Oh, well, I told you. I told you, never think with your skin. And I'm giving you principles to live by that more likely than not is going to save your life than it is going to uh, improve your life, right? Right? It's going to save your life than it is. See, you want to go and say, I'm going to take this route of blaming everything on skin and race and all of these things, religion, simpism, feminine. You want to ride on that bandwagon when it's convenient for you when you get in your emotions. But we always teach you stoicism, thinking clearly, with your brain is how you're going to make it here. Even the guys that are saying, well, it was okay. He, he threw his whole career away for a piece of ass. Yeah, she was fine. It was okay. That type of stuff right there. That type of stuff right there goes against the principles of protect your meat. You're going to give up your career for a piece of ass. You idiot. It's absolutely idiot. I tell you, man, look, it don't even have to do with the race thing. These guys are going to give up. These guys are saying you could throw away your whole life for a piece of ass. This is what men are doing. And this is why women are frustrated with men. Because on one hand, they want to be strong and independent. And on the other hand, they want to lean on you. But when they go to lean on you, there ain't no man there. Just, just a shell of a man. Just a shell of a man. And I'm just trying to help. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you. But anyway, enough about all of that stuff. Let me get the super chats. Then I got to get to the other super chats. Then I'm going to get to everybody. I, I promise, man, this is going to be a hell of a stream. Because I got to backtrack now because I got my stream cut off if you guys are joining me tonight. They either got my stream or I don't know what happened. They had some problems with streaming and uh, a lot of things went down. A lot of things went down. But uh, listen, listen, it's what I'm giving what I'm giving you to do in terms of instructions is the hard way. Right. It's the hard way. But you guys take the easy way. You end up learning the hard way. All right. Let's see here. I'm going to see how far back I am on the super chat. All right, shout out to we're going to go with um uh Bob because I think I got uh Oh yeah, let's go with Bob on the super chat. He says I think the future in the future, I think in the future rich men would have to stay anonymous or do their affairs outside of the US. We talked about that. All right, Flash says I got 5011 options and leverages hashtag free agent for life. Be real mahogany. Stop forcing XXs to like you. He says, it's only sexual harassment. If she doesn't, I'm holding the L with two hands. We got him. And uh, let me go ahead and skip ahead because we got some of these people. DGC more CGA is all your fault. He says, it may have been sneak watching the CGA channel and he got and he wanted the cheese clap. Rest in peace to him. Let's go ahead and give him a bell. And I want to speculate on this one. I mean, I'm even going as far as potentially a pregnancy. And all right, I'm, I'm my mind is going out here because I think it's much dirtier than they're revealing. All right, uh, and possibly an early termination. I'm going all out. I'm going all out. All right, conservative, conservative troll. He went full pookie and fumbled the bag. He says they have to fire him to help pay for all the upcoming legal costs. All right, cheap drum hack says got away from the end. 
NWO. We're here. El Chino says, shout out to the coach and the coach gang waiting for my girlfriend to get out of the salon because she's focusing on her career. Oh, you dating a hairdresser, I see. So I can focus on my So if it's East Coast time, she's just wrapping up her last appointment. All right. Uh, Let's see. Steelabees is in the building. What did you say? He says the Steelers might as well be Amber Heard because they ish the bed. Oh, hey, listen, we're all in the same boat. After week three, we really going to be in the same boat. Elching going, happy pretty feet Friday. Lights on, socks off. Always, ladies, if you jump in my bed with socks on, you always in the wrong. Domain stick them, just started my family leave. He says, but it doesn't matter because my baby mama ran off with my daughter. Give me the buzzer. Oh, man, 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 when they, when they steal your kids, man, it's one of the most heart-wrenching things that can happen to you, but you got to kind of remain focused. And uh, know that uh, your your work's cut out for you because your kid is going to be led astray. All right, not many, not not many right, not many women who do that are in their right mind, and they're going to misguide the kid. The kid's going to eventually, uh, when they see that there's no other option, right, and they force the parent, they kind of manipulate the parent, which teenagers teenagers do. Then that parent think, oh, I have a friend in you, got a friend in me, and then the, the kid turns on them. And says, hey, you can't do nothing now. So you got to because because what's going to happen is the kid might be cutting school and starting experimenting and this and that and getting lazy on them. And then that parent who thought they had a friend in their in their child didn't realize teenagers manipulate. Right. Teenagers are very manipulative and they know how to parent shop and turn play one parent against the other. This is why if you're in a co-parenting situation, don't allow teenagers to split you up because they're going to they're going to manipulate you. And then what happens is. The parents got to hold that L and they can never go back. They can never go back to the other parent and say, hey, I need help. I got I got I got exposed. Right. So the parents got to eat that plate of shit that the kid serves up for them forever for good. And then at that point, it's just a pickup game. And now, you know, the fathers that 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 have their kids stolen from them, eventually that kid's going to come back. But that kid's going to be in their 20s, mid 20s, late 30s, early 30s, late 20s, early 30s. And you got to do an entire rehab project on that human being, on that adult. Okay, so you got to be careful of that. It's actually despicable what people do to, um, they hate their, they hate their, their uh, co-parent more than they love their kids. But the kids figure it out and they manipulate the parents. All right, Domain Stickham says, I got you already. Warhammer says it's time to initiate Order 66. Move on from all the BWs. He says there will be more orders follow to follow standby free agent lifestyle for life. We got a little straggling sniggle today. Let me give you all the topics today. I know people are curious. They're like, wait, coach is going to go in on Andrew Tate. He's starting beef. Just wait. Asriel says, yo, coach, thank you, Sean, for some Friday night. We got that Friday night action going. All right. And I didn't have a junior college thing going on this weekend. So I'm actually... I'm actually junior college free this weekend. Justin G, Justin Gonzalez, F poop tube coach, you the goat. Let's see what they do and let they see if they let me stay. E Massey says, keep doing the Lord's work. All right. That's that's everybody. I think I caught up as far as everybody that was clicked on that tab. Now I think there, oh, there were some more that came in. And I've got to give proper respects because Justin Gonzalez was a co-sponsor all right so i i didn't see it on the screen i was looking at but justin gonzalez is a co-sponsor down the step up don't stop coach he says new broken men come looking for answers every day he says you saved countless lives thank you bro and that's why i actually you're actually right there's new men that find me 
and they're like, hey, I just started watching you yesterday. I just subscribed yesterday, and I, I don't take that for granted. All right, where do we at here? Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Flavor Country with Chef Martel says, Coach, these L7s will never get real. I'm sorry. These L7s will never get right. Us real men just need to keep laughing all the way to the bank. Give me the I got money. I got yeah, money. Yeah, I, I literally, at some particular point, it's like I'm going to wash my hands of these gentlemen who are completely lost. I got like cash apps to catch up on. It's an absolute cluster F. All right, let me see. Let me catch up on a couple of cash apps. We got, um, let me, we gave it to double A. Hey, CGA, love the channel. Okay, I got, he wants me to do a collab. Kivo, the great says, here's bail money. Okay. We finally caught up. Shelby NYC, educated ninja learning from this situation. Learning from this situation. It is the real deal. All right, this is a great, this Emmy Adoka is one of the best, um, best, what do they call it, cases? Best cases to learn from. Because he committed, he broke every damn rule. And, and, and not only from Emmy's position, the ninjas who defended him, reprehensible defense. Of a man, I mean, come on, who who are you gonna defend next? Brett Favre. You saw you saw snitch ass ninjas. All right, men you should never trust because they were quick to point the they were quick to point the finger to somebody else. You saw emotional guys that were that can only think with their skin, their intellect, but not let them think further of what possibly the worst case scenario that man put himself in. You saw the pedestalization pedestalization of an old black woman who needs to be put. Come on, man. Them using 30-year-old footage to try to tell me this woman's a queen, right? Then, then I mean, you had just about every single, in one story, you, you had just about every single potential pitfall of a man. You had every single potential pitfall of a man, a masculine man. You had men uh, acknowledging he should have threw away his career for either that white woman or that black woman. I could not, I cannot tell you. <laughs> I cannot tell you how reprehensible men look this way. I mean, there were women. I'm looking, and this is a rare time. There were women in the comment section I was agreeing with in some of these Twitter posts. I'm like, I'm agreeing with the women <laughs> instead of the simps. In this moment, the women had more sense, but the but the white the, why the women had more sense is because they were still mad he cheated on Leah Long. But there were women going, wait, you guys are. You guys are saying throw away your whole career for a piece of ass? I, and I was, I'm floored. I'm absolutely floored. There were dudes overlooking clear ass red flags of this guy. I'm, I'm going to say, based on what Matt Barnes is saying, based on what some people know, this guy that you tried to defend, you guys will hold your head down in shame. Once you hear just any of these facts. Yeah, case study analysis. Thank you. You're going to hold your head in shame for ever giving him one ounce of defense. This clown named Emmy Yudoka. I don't care what color that dude is. That dude is an absolute clown. And you guys defended him just on principle of looking like you. <laughs> just, I, I can't make it up. And this is why men are in the position they are in right now. This is why you guys are, man. I can't tell you. I don't know what to tell you guys, man. Weird. Weirdos. Moose Hefner's in the building. Shout out to you, coach. Here's some money for some black and mild money. Thank you, man. Hey, I got money. No cigar black and milds today. All right. Where are we at here? Jonas will say that. 
That's all I give you. Uh, what's that dude's name? Nick Jonas is here. Shout out to Nick Jonas. My air conditioning was blowing, getting ready for the show, and it was actually freezing. As soon as I start the show, it turns off. Nick Jonas is in here. He says, how do you, he says, how'd you predict Giannis winning in 2021? All right. Uh, did I, did I predict? I did predict him. I don't know. He's going to win in again. I guess the Boston Celtics aren't going to be there. Ryan Horsley in the building. Shout out to you. All right. Who we got here? We got my videographer uh, texting me always during my stream. All right. Come on, man. Come on, man. Videographer bugging. Let's see here. Hold on for a second. Let me get because they are editing a film right now. So I got to get them. Let me see. Let me see. I'm going to say the dog. The dog. And leave it clean. Sorry, y'all. Leave it clean. You're like, what are y'all talking about? The dog, leave it clean. Shout out to Todd C. He says, M.A. got hit up by the human resource department. Oh, yes, he did. All right. Oh, the human resource department, they they trampled down there to go to his office. Smell my finger says, not trolling. Shout out to the coach gang. Smell my finger. Noel is in the building. Keep going, coach. Don't quit. We'll give you a co-sponsorship and then last one, and we'll get back to the other ones. Ed, the 304 detector, the barbarian got these 304s. Fake pandering. <laughs> Fake pandering in the building. All right, who? what are we starting with first? What are we starting with first? We're starting with Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Then we'll get to the Andrew Tate exposed video. Andrew Tate's like, what did I do with CGA? How is he exposing me today? Fresh and fit, logging in. What is this going on today? We got a great show. All right, hit the like button. This is a Friday night. <laughs> this is a Friday night. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, it's a little, it's a, it's a little, it's not a clickbait. The woman said she's exposing Andrew Tate. So we're going to listen to her, but we're going li- to, we're going to take it as a lesson. I want you to listen to it because there's a great lesson in it. All right, straggle and sniggle theater. Let's start off with good old Uncle Joe. All right, let's get, let, we got to go to I've Uncle done Joe. Some dumb things. Now do dumb things again. Let's go to let's go to good old Uncle Joe. All right, Uncle Joe gave us another soundbite. He gave us another soundbite, and uh, yeah. Oh, hey, what is going on here? He gave us another soundbite, hey. and of course, she was. Of course, everybody's ignoring it and laughing it off, like they do just about everything. And by the way, the Dow's dipped under thirty thousand. All right, mm. yeah, Tank City, boy. Here we go, man. This is gonna be a wild two years. This is going to be a wild two years. Uh, but Joe Biden is addressing teachers unions amid woke outrage. And uh, most of these teachers probably can fly twice as high way up in the sky. All right. But it, that's neither here nor there. Let's listen to what Joe Biden had to say here. We go back a long way. She was 12. I was 30. But anyway, this woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. We- well. Well, I don't know about you, but that quite possibly might sound like a little metaphilish. <laughs> Is it metaphilish? That sounds like a little metaphilia. You know, we talk about metaphiles in here. Joe, you might be a metaphile. Mm. Let's go ahead and play that again here. We go back a long way. She was 12. I was 30. But anyway, <laughs> this woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Well. It is what it is. You know what I mean, Joe? Hey, it is what it is. You got to keep doing you. I don't know what to say on this one, and you got to keep doing you, man. Look, hey, you give us the best sound bites in the world. People keep protecting you at all costs. 
and uh, people will never call out for what you are, despite the fact that you were caught, you know, fondling children at one particular point <laughs> on video several times and kissing on them. And they had that one old man had to come smack your hand. And <laughs> where are we at? New, 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 new world order. Wow, Joe, we're definitely going to add that to the clips uh, along with this one. I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what. I'm looking at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady on her wedding card. Well, you know what I mean? It just keeps getting better. You're the gift that keeps on giving. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Yeah, you look, boy, Joe, we're adding, we're going to add the 12 to 30. We're going to add 13 year old to 12, whatever the number was. You definitely got to add that. I mean, it used to be 19 in the freshman. We've already degraded down to 12, right? But shout out to Joe. Hey, you vote for who you vote for. Anyway, let's give you the next one. We're going to go straggle and sniggle theater. Um, I don't know what this is about, but I probably would assume a child was involved. Indeed. All right. So let's go back to Twitter world and let's go see what happens in the community. You know what I mean? Let's go in and see what's happening in the community. Are we sharing the screen? We are indeed sharing the screen. And yeah, uh, there seems to be three straggles in one sniggle. All right. Uh, in the middle of the road, uh, there is actually an Oldsmobile in the middle of the road, too. Uh, do they still make Oldsmobile? <laughs> I mean, anybody here driving Oldsmobile? I mean, they still roll those. I think that's an Oldsmobile right there. I mean, that tells you where we are in the world here. I don't even think you can get that serviced anymore. All right, but anyway, uh, here we go. Uh, there's one Sniggle. He appears to be holding a baseball bat, but I'm just going to assume the skinny girl, the skinny straggle is the one yielding the bat, and he's got a hold of it. And so thus, her attempt to knock him out with the bat did not go well, and he's holding masculine frame at the moment. And he's got white sneakers on. I believe that's up. Somebody got on white Air Force One. Wait a minute. Hold up for a second. What happened here? Hey, there it is right there. Hold up. Uh, oh, I didn't even notice. There's a third person there. There's a third straggle. All right. These stra that straggle got nice legs. All right. So her legs are, legs are pretty nice. Uh, but uh, here we go. Uh, they seem to be trying to get him from doing something. I can't really tell what's going on. And then there is going to be a K K Ku Klux Keisha. And she's going to use a car seat. She's using a car seat. There it is right there. Oh, my goodness. And she bit, I think she hit Tata Lalisha. All right. Oh, her booty out. Oh, man. She, she hitting her friend mostly. And boy, look at that boy. Kim Kardashian has done a number taking the bodies from black women. I'll tell you that. Bro. I mean, look, this one's completely flat back. This one's odd shaped than the other one. But Kim Kardashian stole their bodies. All right, let's go ahead and continue here. All right. Oh, man, she's she's cracking her with that. Car. Now, Ma, what do you think this could be about? <laughs> what do we what do you think this could be about? But the other one's almost about to get stripped naked. It looks like the guy's trying to defend himself, honestly. But I can't. Man, he looks like Ashy Larry, too. His lips all ashy. What is going on? What do you think's happening here? We need some, we need some context. Now, is he the victim or is he the perpetrator? I can't figure it out. I want to know, man. 
I mean, I really want to know. I want context. Is he is he robbing them or are they robbing him? Is what's going? Is he the baby daddy? Who thinks? Let's go ahead and put a poll up. Is he the victim or the perpetrator? All right, poll time. Straggle and sniggle poll. Straggle and sniggle poll. All right, let's go here. We're gonna say, is he the victim or the perpetrator? I don't even know. Perpetrate. Perpetrate. Perpetrator. There you go. Perpetrator. All right. There you go. Right here. There we go. Right there. Let's ask you guys. Is he both? Oh, man. This is this right here. These are your people, man. What's going on? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. This is definitely Jermaine. This is how they treat you out here. They want me to move back. Whoever this is in the back, I'll holler. The one in this one, not so much. And definitely not uh, this one. This is, yeah, I say it's a custody exchange. T Andrews, T Anderson, I say the same thing. I think this is a custody change exchange going back because there's two vehicles here, and one of the baby mamas. I'm gonna assume this is the baby mama based on the way these other two women are built. This is the baby mama. She getting belly deli. Look at this tank top she got on. Listen, look at this tank top she got on and where it is standing now. This thing is rolled up all the way here. I think this is a custody change going bad here. Man, oh man, this is reprehensible. That man, this is exploiting them too. This is terrible. I mean, where do we go from here? What city was that? <laughs> what city was that? Oh man, what a shame. Hey man, we got to do better. We definitely got to do better. All right, um, Andrew Tate exposed. Let's expose Andrew Tate. Let's shout out, shout out to Andrew Tate. In the war room of Andrew Tate, we're gonna expose him right now. Um, I did a live stream talking about the archetypes, the gen- the men archetypes, and one of them is the gentleman archetypes. You have the player and the pimp. Uh, and sometimes you have the emasculated male, and there's several archetypes. If you want to go back and check out that stream, it's a uh, I don't know where it is. People always see some clip on my Instagram, and they're like, "What stream is that from?" Shit, I don't know. I can't even remember people's name, let alone what day and what stream was it. I don't number them. Donovan Sharp numbers his stream. He'd be like, oh, on episode number 128, and he can reference it. I can't never do anything like that. I was always impressed with that. I'm like, did you prepare or did you remember that? I don't know. I have no idea. But it was the five uh, male archetypes. And some of us try to force our way into our archetype because we don't have any men raising us or you don't find your own way as a man. So you you try to perpetrate a fraud, meaning you grab onto our archetype and you try to emulate it like player and Mac, and you have no business being a player and Mac at all. You actually, your whole roster is anti-player and Mac. Right? You're, you don't even know anything. You read a couple of books and watched a couple of movies, and now you are a player on the Mac, right? Or you're trying to emulate a dating coach. And this, I see a lot of lost men here. Now, Andrew Tate's going to be exposed here by this woman. And the way she's going to describe him, she's going to suggest that she met him. Now, I don't know if she's honest in here. She could just be doing this for content. But but I want you to see how she described him and her experience with Andrew, which would be direct opposite of what people think uh, Andrew Tate would treat women. Right. Obviously, you have the idea that 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 he you know, he had them working and he had the one girl that wanted to get roughed up and they were doing role play. But people were saying he was beating her like they gave him a bad presentation. The way Andrew Tate's going to operate, the way she's going to describe him 
is how most men are probably successful with women. It's the gentleman archetype, which many people, if you go back to my stream, if you go back to my stream, you're going to hear me say the gentleman is always sometimes considered a simp. But in the James Bond mode, he gets the most women. He gets the most women to how he wants them. Now, he might not get them when he wants them, but he's not even thirsty. He doesn't behave thirsty. Thus, he gets them how he wants to get them. Let's go ahead and expose Andrew Tate. All right, here we go here. Uh, let's see. Let's share the screen here. All right, here's a video. Here's this woman. I don't know. And let's refresh the video. This seems to have 50K lights already. So somebody's already seen it. Let's see here. Let's see. It's time to reveal the honest truth about Andrew Tate. He actually dropped me a text message saying that he was going to be in London. So I went by myself. I got an Uber um, and I went to go meet him. I trusted this person. Um, I met him twice. He was very gentlemanly. He welcomed me. Okay, right there. All right. She could be lying. I'm just going to say this, but she's going to describe him in an opposite way as the world's already described him, right? As we know, everybody thinks uh, listening to him, a lot of people listening to him is going to say he probably chews women out. He probably treats them bad. He probably talks down to them and et cetera. And a lot of men who listen to Andrew Tate would assume that. Unfortunately, that's an unfortunate assumption that when he's in the presence of women, that he's there to talk down to them and be misogynist in their presence. And what I would tell you is even most men, even a guy like a, a, a gentleman archetype, I won't keep mentioning his, his name, that guy, even though he is presented as masculine, he doesn't need to present that. He doesn't need to present the masculine in front of the woman. In front of the woman. So listen to the description. Listen to the description. This woman's claiming she met him twice. But now she's going to describe what he's doing. Here we go. Somebody said her name is something. I sat next to him. Every, well, he ordered every single cocktail on the menu. I don't believe that. But. He ordered me a cigar to smoke. Nobody was misogynistic. Nobody made any uncomfortable jokes. Nobody tried again to touch me inappropriately or anything like that. Every now, why? If, if she's describing this, why is she describing this? And she's describing this archetype as this was successful. Now, what a lot of guys will do, which we're revealing earlier, the simps that said Udoka or Emmy Udoka was good for having sex with a woman and throwing away his career. So I could focus on my career. A lot of you guys operate in a level of thirst. Okay. And the description is when you operate in thirst, you probably don't do very well. And you oftentimes turn a woman off. But when you're finding someone's masculine, they never have to operate in thirst. Now, he, she's going to talk about how the rest of the date went or the meeting and how she says he treated her. In this description, you're going to see that he didn't operate in thirst. Number one, he didn't need her. Number two, he probably could have had her easily, but he didn't need her because he's not thirsty. He already has what he has. He already has enough women that can do whatever the, uh, the other women can do, right? She can't do no better. And he doesn't need her tonight. He probably has someone else lined up tonight. Okay. She is just somebody that he's fielding as an option for the future. And this is how he's going to treat her to be able to get her to reel her, reel her back in when she needs it. Let's continue. Everything was very nice. I felt very comfortable. 
So most of you guys are very uncomfortable, right? Treat women very uncomfortably because you're trying to emulate something that you're not. I come to my impression of Andrew Tate is that he does not have to emulate anything. He is who he is because he's in the position he's in. This is the archetype that we were talking about. When we talk about the James Bond archetype, his archetype, although they're changing that now, it, it was he wasn't operating. He wasn't operating in desperation. OK, but most guys are in desperate mode. Here we go. And then eventually I decided that I wanted to go home and Andrew. He decided. He walked me out, got up like a gentleman, walked me to the front of the building, and he ordered me an XXL executive, the most over-the-top extravagant Uber there is. He paid for it. Now, these a lot of these things here. A lot of these things, a lot of you guys couldn't even believe it. A lot of these things, you, you might not even believe her. Of course, if a woman's talking, you probably believe half of the stuff she's saying. However, in most places, this archetype seems to be the most successful of them all because he doesn't need to act. He's acting in abundance. And that's what she's presenting. She might have been paid for this. She might even said that. Oh, somebody paid her to say this, to clean up the image. I have no idea. But when I presented this in this, uh, uh, this archetype earlier, a lot of guys would probably say, if it wasn't Andrew Tate, that this is simping. And I tried to dispel that myth a long time ago. This is why I'm playing this. You don't have to believe her. But what she's saying is the gentleman archetype, which a lot of guys say is simping, but actually simping is way beneath the gentleman archetype. It's way beneath the gentleman archetype. Simping is actually pedestalizing someone overly, someone, uh, someone idolizing mediocre peace leave. All he's doing is putting her in line. Okay, here we go. And he said to the Uber driver, this is my wife. Please make sure you look after her. Make sure she gets home safely. Otherwise, he'd have him to deal with, which is. That particular line right there, I'm not sure. However, it wouldn't surprise me. Because Andrew Tate, if you listen to him speak, he doesn't speak to women as if, especially if he's trying to deal with them romantically. I don't think he speaks with them with disrespect. Okay. Now. Somebody would somebody might say that this is I don't know what you would say to this. Are you saying that he's simping now? Do you say I don't believe it because I believe Andrew Tate would have probably said walk home, bitch. There's some guys that are saying Andrew Tate would have said walk home, bitch. That's how you think. And now you think this is unbelievable. I'm more apt inclined to believe that he would do that because he's not thirsty. Not only that, he could pay for something like that. It did not affect him. Not only that, he knows he's going to get her back. Not only that, it's aftercare. Not, not only that, she's going to speak positively about him the next time she comes out. So now she has, she, he has a fan. Okay, But a lot of guys look at this as simping. You think Andrew Tate would just run out here. I don't know what you call. Hey, bitch, you do this, you do that. A lot of guys think that's how you have to uh, treat women. And it's not. I've been trying to say this. I've been trying to prove it. I did the archetype of men. And a lot of guys are misled thinking masculine men that have to be thumping their chest all the time. And I, he's operating in abundance. He's lining her up for the next night. He's treating her with aftercare. Remember, I did the whole aftercare episode and there were some guys pissed that I was saying aftercare, right? There were guys in here. Let me go over a fuller, uh, fuller screen. 
when I did the aftercare, there were some dudes, no, that's simping, coach. Why would you do that? And I said, five minutes of aftercare is worth, is, is better than 30 years in prison. Remember, I said we had that after five minutes of aftercare is better than 30 minutes. And so I'm inclined to believe this woman potentially did not impress Andrew Tate. He probably wasn't impressed by her. Oh, thank you for coming. Okay, I'll send you home. I'll put you in an Uber. Thanks for coming. He got up. He opened the door. Thank you very much. And now he aftercared her. And now she's like, hey, that was a great experience. I assumed he would be yelling at me, but he didn't. But a lot of guys, you guys leave the whole thing awkward. Emmy Udoka. <laughs> Emmy Udoka come to mind? This dude doesn't even know the definition of aftercare. And now look at all the shit that he's in. See, this is where guys have to figure this out, this balance of being a masculine guy versus being the alpha guy. The alpha guy would have said, get out, get out of here, bitch, or you ain't giving me no peace leave on the first night. You kick to the curb. Okay, Emmy Udoka come to mind. Emmy Udoka has violated every rule. I want you to follow these things, whether you believe her or not, whether you believe Andrew Tate would do a thing like this or not, whether you think she's paid or not. This person probably is the example that you want to live when dealing with them because you got to understand how women act after the fact. Regret, they're going to psychoanalyze every single minute. They're going to look for your flaw. You want to present the best seat and send their ass home in care. As opposed to this goofball, Emmy Yudoka, which some of you guys are uh, defending today. You guys would really act like Emmy Yudoka than what this woman would do. Oh, man. It's crazy. Y'all guys think y'all want to slap all the girls up and tell them they eat nothing. And it's no need. <laughs> it's no need. And so he probably said, we're done here. We're done here. She said, I decided to go home. Yes. No, he decided to send you home. Hey, I think we're done here. Are you fine? Okay, good. It is time for you to go. We don't need anything tonight. Let me order you a ride home and make sure you get home safe. Why do you want to make sure they get home safe? So you don't get tar charged with a murder when her ass is out there lying on the beach. Okay. <laughs> this is the smoothest way. It's the way you stay out of trouble with women. We're in a new world. We're in a new world. You think you can do Emmy Yudoka stuff? You guys are goofballs. You guys are do. We're in a new world where you can't just leave things wide open. And a lot of you guys want to do what? Clean it up afterwards. Oh, I'm going to do my best imitation to clean it up. I'm going to make it make sense after the fact. Look at, look at Emmy Yudoka. Is he making it make sense after the fact? Okay. I love this Emmy Yudoka story. Okay. He wants to make sure she gets home safe, gets the text. I made it home safe, and I had a good night with you. Bing. Clean it up before the bullshit starts. <laughs> Somebody said he should have just paid. Um, In this situation, oh, Emmy Udoka, yeah. Emmy Udoka should have just paid. And a lot of people still are wrestling with me on that one, right? Oh, despite the fact that all of your girlfriends are doing exactly that tonight on a Friday and a Saturday night, they're getting paid for their actions. And you guys are still ignoring it. Somebody shared a content creator that I've known for quite a long time. Unfortunately, there's a little bit of animosity and jealousy there because I probably won't appear on this channel anymore. And it's a little bit sad. I feel sad for him because he's a young, misguided man. And I wish I could be there to guide him. And other content creators have tried to guide this young man. Okay. And it's sad. I, I feel sad for the guy because he's still has anger 
he's missing a father figure and a lot of other content creators large content creators uh, pause have tried to guide the guy and he's still it's it's no it's not him it's not that guy and uh, i wish the best for men i wish the best for men there doesn't need to be animosity in the way that a lot of people handle animosity and particularly envy and jealousy and i'm not here to create beef but but when it comes to these things it's clearly because you just don't have the right information and what happens is you go out into the world and you're not successful you're not successful and then you find people who are successful or have fell into place and then you try to find their flaws and then you try to expose them it's a sad thing um somebody said what's his name you guys want to create beef but if you actually follow my social media you can see it um somebody just shared it but it's always been present so it's nothing new you know and i said damn that's just a little bit sad that the person is you know they develop campaigns and it's clear that uh, i the one the one best thing you can do and i love minister jap and i love fresh and fit and i love darius m and i love those brothers all right so it's none of those and saint in the center all of these are my brothers okay but when it comes to this thing when you start figuring it out some people figure it out late in life some people never figure it out as a man your best position your best position is going to be when you can think without emotion I, I love Steph and all of them and MTR love all those brothers. But when you when you when you when you're reacting in emotion and the seven deadly sins or the seven deadly simps, you're gonna be misguided and undecided. And then you're gonna operate in the in a in a different way. So uh let me do this. We expose Andrew Tate. Shout out to Andrew Tate. We expose you. It is time for me to catch up on PayPal, PayPal brothers. But these are all life lessons. This is all life. This is all life, man. And this is how we learn. All right, I got to catch up. All right, did I, KT King, I remember I stopped on you because your message was so long and the previous message was too. Coach, your hit song is written and produced. Fistful of 20s. Check it out. Check out the demo on SoundCloud. I think you put a link on the local channel. So I'm going to check it out this weekend. All right, shout out to you. Thank you, man. All right, I need a hit. I need a hit. Pause. Sizzo is in the building. What did you say? He says free agent lifestyle Fridays. I'm at my job today. The ass, the ass backwardness. Oh, the ass backwardness of these snitch ninjas, coach. He says both Nia and Emmy took an L. Uh, take Udoka out with the game over. Game over. Who would actually defend a guy like that? There's men that are doing it. I mean, you're gonna go to your you. <laughs> we need to protect him. And not only did you do that, not only did you do that, you try to throw another man under the bus who's already under the bus. You're like, run him over. You're like, he's already getting ran over. Like what? But you want to win in the court of public opinion, man. It's sad. The court of public opinion. Hey, who who dominates the court of public opinion? It's a feminine thing. They should be doing no more stories on this guy. And anyway, he says, hey, why? A Wagwan boy. I don't know how to say that. Oh, he says the coach speaking Jamaican now. I told someone I got plans for my success and they asked me, what is it? I told them I have it written down and I do not tell them. 
My lifelong friend advised me to write down your plans and never tell other people. Yep. As they say, never let them know your next move. Bad boys move in silence and violence. Take it from your highness. All right. Yeah, man. You don't need to tell people. Never tell them what you're going to do. Just say, man, I'm on a path and I'm ready to go. No government name. Tyrone is in the building. He says, I had to take my ex to family court to get my kids passport for a trip. The commissioner ruled that the ex was in the wrong and then made me pay all the legal fees. He says, wishing I would have used the surrogate. Remember, we men are going to learn the hard way. And uh, yep. So my man, uh, the, the, this, the baby mama holding the passport hostage, he wants to take the kid on a trip. You would think the baby mom, you would think baby mothers would be like, oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Have a fun time. I'll, I'll take a break. Now that the kid's doing something, I'll go get fornicated by Tyrone. No. She doesn't. She fights you and then makes you take her to court and then makes you pay for it. What a world we live in. It's clown world. Clown world. Kaylin says, I find it interesting, interesting how women will cover up their body counts and infidelities when it comes to regular men, but they have no problem exposing their three or four ways with men in power. Adam Levine and Emmy Udoka are in big trouble. Yep. And then somebody had the nerve to say, coach always defending white folks. And I went, literally had two streams with Adam Levine. <laughs> I don't know what y'all want from me sometimes. He always defended white folks. The previous two streams was me going in on Adam Levine. <laughs> what? I sometimes wonder, like, do y'all miss shows? Because I'm working hard here. <laughs> I'm like, they must have missed the show. Like, you were like, oh, he's doing a show on Adam Levine. I'm not interested. And then you came in the next show. Then I'm on the Sniggles again. And you're like, you're always on Sniggles. It's like, what? I did two episodes. (laughs) Oh, man. It's actually crazy, man. I'm like, what do y'all get stuff? Sometimes I wonder where y'all get stuff from. And it's sad because I'm the one dealing with me all the time. But you just deal with me sporadically and then form your opinion. I'm like, what? Kaylin says the risky thing about being a popular man when it comes to cheating is keeping it covered up. Kaylin, you can't do you guys can't listen. When you're, yeah, somebody said you can't win. You can't win. Um, when it comes to being a famous guy, Emmy Yudoka didn't realize he was famous. And I, I think a lot of people never really get a grasp. Like I, I even accuse Adam Levine of not realizing how famous he was. Uh, there's some things you can't do. You can't stop at certain gas stations. You can't just be spontaneous. Uh, we discussed this. You can't hit up Instagram hookers with your main account. Um, If you do, Pay them like you can't just be like, let's go through this whole fantasy, because if that person doesn't have as much to lose as you, they're going to expose you at some point. I I know every now and then they don't expose you and you win. But the whole purpose is is, uh, when I tell you men lose, it's not that they lose every time. It's when they lose. It's painful. See, that's my point. So a lot of guys will say, I'm still banging holes and I never pay. And I say, well, just give it time. Because when you do pay, like if it does go left, when you have to pay, they're going to make you pay for the previous freebies. You're going to wish you paid for the freebies you got. Okay. And it's a hard lesson for men to understand. You can't like when the guys like Justin Bieber and these are all alleged. When they have girls and they have the guy walk up to the girl, Justin Bieber doesn't go in DMs. I'm just going to assume he doesn't walk up to girls in cold approach. Remember, 
cold approach is a poor man strategy. It is not a wealthy man strategy. Um, or it's a dumb wealthy man strategy, like an Adam Levine's cold approaching. And look what happened. Justin Bieber sends somebody to go over there. They go over to Justin. They go over the girl. Justin Bieber wants that ass tonight. The girl says, okay, puts the number in a phone. And then the, the guy says, meet us here. When they get there, there's cameras, non-disclosure agreement, and a cell phone pocket over here. Turn your cell phone over to the, to the big security guard, the big moose over there. Give him the cell phone. You're not taking no pictures. Come on, man. <laughs> sign, sign here. These are your instructions. Here's a here's a XXL big Uber limousine or a big uh, SUV with water and M and M's in the back. Send your ass back. He gives you a hug. Thank you, baby. Thank you, darling. He don't kick her in a booty. He don't tell her her peace leaves. Thank. He don't do nothing. Thank you very much. I'm glad we were able to do business. Somebody has a parting gift out there for you. And then he blocks her on social media. <laughs> he gives they, the, the big moose that has her phone. He already went down to the hotel, photocopied her, signing her agreement. He takes a picture of her in a fingerprint. <laughs> Why is he doing all that? Because he doesn't want to be exposed and have to pay an extraordinary fee for somebody who's trying to clout chase. Somebody's that's going to say they had a negative experience. See, at, at that point, he doesn't have to do that. But Adam Levine didn't know. And now guess what? He's paying for every single one of these skeezers that he ever approached. He's paying for it now. And when you, at, listen, at some particular point, you're going to pay. And when you pay, it's going to hurt. Because there's no reeling it, reeling it back. And the only people who listen to men reel it back are men. Hey, run it back. All right, go ahead. Give me a thorough explanation of what happened. Only men listen to that bullshit. You think women are sitting around here? Hey, Ram, run it back. Tell us what really happened. <laughs> All right, we got to understand that. Nobody, the court don't listen to you. The women don't listen to you. Nobody listens to you. It's only men. Hey, man, go ahead and explain. We're going to give you time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sit down now. Tell us what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yeah, she lying. Cap. Cap. Yeah, she full of cap. See, we exposing her right now. She full of cap. Nobody else listening to your bullshit. And then you want to have us have solutions. Hey, what's the solution, coach? Hey, man, you done crossed the line now. <laughs> Is it? All right. Yeah, man. Ain't nobody seeing that shit. All right. Shout out to uh, uh, Jay Cool here. He says, Bill's Dolphin game will be great. And I hope your Raiders do well. Also, thank you for keeping my mind in an abundant state. He says, after all, it is all too easy to look around and think I am lacking something. Well, done. he says, well, or well, doing nothing. Or I think it means while, while doing nothing about it. Yes. Yes, dude. Hey, look. Most of us have a, pretty much what we need. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to you. Abundance Mindset, it is. All right, we got like, let's do four more and get back to the show because I'm catching up from this morning's chats. Appreciate you, Coach, from Monte. You inspired me to start my YouTube channel in 2021. And your perspective on creating your own content and spreading your perspective without collapse is spot on. That's my uh, approach as well. And I just hit 2 million views on YouTube. Yo, you doing it. Thanks, sir. 
for all you do. It's the carrot juice podcast. Yes, I actually have seen you come across and I'm subscribed to you on one of my channels. So congratulations, dude. Uh, YouTube is going to open up another window for people who want to do it. And I think if you miss this window, I think this window is going to be open for probably about a year or two. I think if you miss that window, like, you know, now it's going to be like trying to become a, uh, an actor in Hollywood. Now you're going to jump through too many damn hoops. So if you're wanting to do YouTube or let's just say you're a content creator and you hit a roadblock, which a lot of us are doing, man, views are down for almost everybody. There's people new coming behind you and becoming a competitor right there, blowing up and your channels hit a roadblock. I actually was listening to a female content creator, not in red pill, but she's considered kind of red pill conservative. She got 500,000 subs and she was like, I'm starting a new channel. <laughs> I was like, what? And I had it going on in the background. I was like, what? And I had to go back, reel it back. And she was like, yeah, man, this channel's hit the, hit the skids. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not growing anymore. It's out of the faith algorithm. It's shadow banned. And I know content creators that got 10,000 subs and they won't start over. And they're complaining about other content creators blowing up. <laughs> like, bruh, start over. Shit. Start over. Like, you, you don't have that many subs to begin with. And I'm listening to content creators that got 500,000 subs going, I got to I gotta start it over. And I'm actually been doing that now. I'm actually been doing that now. I'm like, okay, I kind of hit a roadblock. I got demonetized. I got kicked in the nuts. I had eight channels taken off of monetization in one day in a matter of an hour. And for five months, I was thinking of new strategies. And I'm like, okay, I need to do this. And readjust. you always have to readjust, even if it, doesn't have an immediate return right now. Like right now, I'm going to lose money. I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to lose steam. I'm trying to put interest over here. My channels don't grow. This channel, Free Agent Lifestyle, does not grow at all. But it's mostly because it's long-form content, right? Everything's two-hour, three-hour. If you do live streams, you're not going to grow. You're not growing. So the, the best way to grow is short-form content multiple times, and um, uh, shorts, YouTube shorts. That's the best way to grow your channels. If you do live streams, you ain't gonna grow. I mean, not very many people grow like that. Unless you're like, I show speed. <laughs> if you're doing that. And as a male content creator, I have to work 10, 10 times more than other content creators in open genres or females. I gotta do 10 times the work. I gotta be on here for six hours in a freaking day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're on there. They cut one video. They cut one video. Oh, I'm done. Their their video shows up green. <laughs> and they make they make four times the money as me. I'm like, wow, fuck it. They they did an hour to cut the video, an hour to edit it, hour to post, 10 minutes for the thumbnail. Bam. They making eight times as much as me. What the fuck? <laughs> but I do this to tell you to show you. All right. I still just go, all right, I gotta do what I gotta do. Gotta do what I gotta do. And I don't complain about my situation so much, somewhat. But I got kicked in the nuts in April, bro. SAU, good morning. Good afternoon, Coach NWA. Almost got you, but they can't stop the message. F them all, and then have a great Friday night. And cheers from the south of the border. The diets don't work the same. I got two more, and then we're going to get back. And this is a Friday night, so we're kind of not formatted. I got to actually say these last two. Uh, Thomas C. is in the building. He says, keep up the good work, Coach, so I can focus on my career. So I can focus on my career. Indeed. And we got a sponsorship over old PayPal in the building. Sponsorship time. What are we doing here? Sponsorship from 
I don't know if I can say your name yet. I'm clicking on it. Um, we're gonna call you. We'll call you Mr. Ford is in the building dropping a sponsorship. Been ninja watching for the past six months. Finally subscribed and paying my rent. Shout out to you. Appreciate you. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Been living overseas the past year in Japan as a military civilian contractor. Contractor. He says dating women overseas is the same. You still have to deal with coochie games, flakes, ghosting, and entitlement. So you need to be the best version of yourself no matter where you are in the world, at the gym, as I'm sending this. Shout out to you. Please let uh, them know. Passport Bros is misleading and just all hype. Uh-oh. Uh, damn. I got money. Hey, he he giving smoke to the Passport Bros. Um, I'm cool with a lot of the Passport Bros. Again, I people think my, my message is not very dissimilar to them. I actually have I actually talk about traveling. I actually talk about doing these things. Actually, in my book, it was like getting your passport. On the cover of my book is a guy at an airport. So I actually was encouraging traveling and all that stuff before COVID-19. <laughs> right? Then COVID-19 hit, and then I couldn't travel no more. And I was like, that's the end of that. And then I'll have to reestablish that. But um, then people, but my message does skip a little bit different because now I'm going, but I don't do it to go get women, right? So it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I, that's not a beef. But I do know that everybody's experience is different, right? And there's some things that, you know, it's not, it's not being said. That needs to be said. That needs to be said. There's a guy named uh, Black Male Advice TV. He killing you over there, bro. If y'all want to go over there and see what he's doing, I think the message is almost, you know, because I'm looking at a lot of young men saying these things, and I'm like, you're missing. There's an element missing. Same thing with female consecrators. I'm like, there's an element missing that's not being discussed, which needs to be discussed. It needs to be discussed. All right, because I can't, I can't, I don't know, man. All right, look, man, let's get to the, let's get back to the show. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to help. All right, so let's go back and look at this. We're going to take down the Andrew Tate exposed video. Uh, we know masculinity is a little, you guys are in trouble. We're all in trouble. Uh, dependence on your mind state. You're either going to be a guy that says, I'm not losing out here. I don't know what you guys are talking about. There's guys that are losing, but they're not admitting it. And then there's also guys that are looking for some direction. Because in this world, it's actually being, it's very tough to be a man. If you're a guy that's saying, I don't know what you're talking about, I actually feel bad for you because what you're saying is I don't care about other men's plights. Well, you don't have to care, but it's eventually going to affect you. It's eventually going to come down to you. It's kind of like that movie um, that movie where they dodge death and then death tries to catch up. What was that movie called? What was that movie called? It was called like, uh, what's it called? Dodging death. <laughs> can't remember what it's called. Oh, shit. I can't remember it. Anyway. That, you see, we move with, with name. Final Destination. Thank you, man. Final Destination was the movie. All right. And so at some point, like a lot of men are dealing with this situation where we can be fired from our jobs at will. We can be false allegated. We can be divorced. We can be charged with sexual harassment. We can be, I mean, there's a number of things and pitfalls that men can get into. Tricking, uh, pimping. And I mean, dude, there, there's a whole bunch of things. Now, there's going to be one guy that's dodged all those deaths. And then he's going to be at it going, the hell are you talking about? I dodged death. And then death will finally catch you. Mm. It's going to get you. And if it does, it's going to be painful because then you're going to, oh, shit. And then you're going to want people to help you. And then we're like, too late. Remember, you had it figured out. 
You couldn't lose. And now all of a sudden, Oh, you got a false allegation at work, huh? Yeah, you trusted that woman, huh? Yeah, Emmy Yudoka. You was clapping on somebody else's uh, wife's cheeks, which I tell you not to do. Remember, I was just going on that, and I was saying, don't sleep with married women. Oh, man, Sean, you weak, Sean. It's actually cool to sleep with married women. It's the best of me. It's the easiest peace leave. Ask Emmy Yudoka how, how good it is to sleep with another man's wife. What the fallout is for sleeping with another man's wife uh, is going to be fine until it's not. And then when it's not, you're going to have to pay the piper. See, these things that I, these principles that I teach you, it's exactly that. Some guys never, you'll dodge death like in Final Destination. You'll sleep with a man's wife and nothing happens. Some guys sleep with a man's wife and he gets AK-47. Some men sleep with a guy's wife and he gets exposed and smeared all in public. And then there's guys that defend that guy. They shouldn't smear him in public. It was consensual. You goofball. He shouldn't have slept with a married woman, period. Leave married women alone. They're not to be fornicated with. Don't mess with them. There's no benefit. There's too many damn single women out here to be fornicating with married women. But I'm just trying to help you. That's a game. Even the Bible, even, even the Bible, one of the, one of the Ten Commandments is, thou shalt not cover, co- uh, cover the, uh, your neighbor's wife. Leave your neighbor's wife alone. Well, why? He ain't taking care of him. He ain't hitting it right. She giving, me the, she giving me the eye. What's the big deal? Well, thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. This is a big, did I say covert? Thou shalt not covet. Covet. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. That's what it should be. Did I say covert? Covert. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Why? Because the collateral damage is deadly. The collateral damage is deadly. When the fallout happens, it ruins communities. When the fallout happens, somebody could be unalived. When the fallout happens, this could leave you with a stain the rest of your life. You see what I'm saying? This is how important it is. And so guys that pedestalize women and pedestalize peace leave will just run that red light. And then you have the nerve to defend Emmy Yudoka when that fool broke one of the Ten Commandments, which is an easy one. Thou shall not covet thy neighbor's wife. It's easy. Leave her ass alone. If she needs to go suck on a salami, tell her to go suck her husband's salami because I guarantee you she hasn't done it yet in the last five or ten years. Tell her to go bless her husband. That's okay, ma'am. I'm good. Why you don't want the fallout? And now who's going to be the blame? Wife? Nope. Is the wife going to be the blame? Nope. Is the wife going to back you up? Nope. Is the wife going to say, oh, I'm glad we got caught now. I'm rolling with you. What can I do? Ta-da. Nope. Is she rolling with you? Nope. She's going to slither right back to her husband. She's going to say, I'm sorry. She's going to say you raped her, knocked her up, impregnated her, took her to get an early termination. You abused her. You inappropriately contacted me. You... We got caught, and then they told you, Emmy, don't go back to her. Leave her alone, and you went to her. And not only that, potentially another wife, and you got these goofball people defending this moron. And he violates every rule of masculinity there is. This is, got, this is not a masculine man. This, go, this goofball allegedly is cheating with two men's wife. Two men's wife in his own backyard, in his own neighborhood. I don't care what color you are. I can't defend it. 
you had it coming. See, I'm just here trying to help. You think I'm trying to change women. I'm trying to change men. I gave you these principles well before they happened. Don't sleep with women at work. Leave it alone. Guys call in my show, man. This girl's giving me the eye. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. You guys think I'm trying to change women. I'm trying to warn you about the woman. I come in the spirit of Elijah. These women are treacherous in their actions because they're never going to have your back. They're never going to have your back. I'm tired of trying to explain this. There's always going to be that guy that comes in and says, man, I've been successful keeping my hoes in check. Coach is wrong. Here in this situation, let's go back to real world here. Emi Yudoka is getting exposed because he thought he was big D energy. He thought he can clap cheeks on two men's wives that he worked with. And he thought he can keep them in line. And he thought that they would have his back when the shit hit the fan. And look at where he at. And there's some goofball men trying to still defend this moron. Let me go ahead and show you this right, right quick. Let me show you this. This is Matt Barnes. He got on the black man brigade earlier in the week when he heard it. I can't believe they doing this to this black man. Now watch him shuffle. Listen. They won't come out and say it. And since I'm a part of the media now and I try not to be like everyone else, uh, I try to, you know, report and talk with facts and, and, and honesty. And I clearly have to say last night, uh, without knowing all the facts, I spoke on Ime Udoka's defense. Yep, there it is. Oh, well, you know, uh, yeah, I was speaking with my emotion. I was just doing what they call female-owned group preference. But in the black community, it's called black male-owned group preference. No matter what the moron does, just because he's black, we defend him. And I said to you in the Free Agent Lifestyle book, don't do that. Remember, I'm just trying to help. I said, don't do that because you're oftentimes going to lose. And then now you got to shuffle. So he just said, well, yesterday I was speaking out of my emotion and without facts. I was just doing male, black male on group preference. So I didn't appear to be a sellout. Despite the fact that nobody close to Emmy Udoka has come out in his defense. Think about that. No Greg Popovich, no Steve Kerr, no LeBron James. Nobody, none of his coaching colleagues has spoke about this. Nobody, no, not one NBA coach has come out and said they did him wrong. You know who said they did him wrong? Ninjas. <laughs> you guys who have no skin in the game, no information, no facts. I'm trying to help. <laughs> I'm trying to help. When you're dealing with women and allegedly another man's wife and infidelity and affairs, and you're potentially in a relationship yourself, I know everything that is going to come out is going to be absolute bullshit from the beginning. The beginning stuff is going to be absolute bullshit. And the women that you're cheating with are going to shuffle their ass right back and get in line. Not only that, sir, you're dealing with white women, and this is a black man. Are you serious? <laughs> but no, not y'all. Y'all went in there and had this dude's back from the beginning, and I, from the beginning, once again, Coach Adamas called it again. I said, nope, this ain't, a, this ain't the one. Remember, I'm going to be the guy that when there's 40 days and 40 nights, I'm going to be the one that tell you guys, it's time. If you don't see, if you don't hear from me, if you don't hear from me and say, you don't hear me say, brothers, it is time.
just chill. Just chill out. I will tell you when there's a false flag. I will tell you when the bullshit is here. I will tell you when the dude is a moron. You guys think I'm actually, look, this is a situation where I should be defending Emmy Yudoka. I should be going in going, another guy getting false allegated, right? He lost his job on the word of a woman, but I didn't. I said, nope. I was like, that guy, he made his own bed, right? As a male content creator, as the red pill, I should be going, oh, they're lying on him. They're false allegating him. They're setting him up. But I saw it for what it was. I was like, nah, this time, this guy made every mistake in the book, and he's going to get what he deserves. Whether they find all the evidence or none, I guarantee you they got evidence on the guy. They got evidence on them. They got cameras. They got footage. They got information. They got recordings. They got doctor's records. They got legal records. <laughs> they got everything on his ass. They got they got a they got a sworn statement. They got affidavits. And not only that, they got him probably assuming they got him saying he would stop doing what he was doing and he didn't stop. Mm. Yep, they got text messages. And the only reason why they didn't fire his ass is because there's going to be legal lawsuits. There's going to be lawsuits everywhere. I would never defend a guy like this, and I saw it coming. I was like, he had, guys, in this profession, in this profession, you don't get rid of a coach two weeks before the season without a good explanation, <laughs> right? You don't do it. You just don't get rid of a coach, period. There's really ways you can do this. Like, sometimes they get rid of you after five games, and it's reprehensible. For them to make this move, there had to be cause. And this cause is a legal game. If you didn't listen, they have lawyers. They already have a law firm investigating it before it was leaked to the media. So the lawyers had already been on it. If you've never been in a business where the lawyers have already been investigating you, you know you up shit's Creek. And that's what they had. And I knew that's what they had. Okay. So. Again, I'm trying to help. <laughs> I'm trying to help. I, I always can tell the vibe. I know what's right. I know what's wrong. I know when a dude's messed up and stepped in shit. As a matter of fact, the guy hasn't come out and said he was being treated wrong. He was being mistreated. And there's still guys here trying to justify it. Here we go. And after finding out the facts after I spoke, I erased what I posted because this situation in Boston is deep. Oh, man, this situation in Boston is deep, implying that it's more than you know. So why you're saying, why don't we know? Well, when the law is involved, when it's legal, when, when, not the law, the law is not involved, but there's lawyers involved. This is deeper than you know. And we don't even know. And I guarantee you, by the time you know the details, you're going to be ashamed like Matt Barnes. You're going to be ashamed that you defended him. He's so ashamed he had to erase his post. It's messy. It's a hundred times uglier. Woo! Nope. But I tell y'all, I knew this shit was a big old steaming pile of dung from the beginning. And now he had to shuffle. He had to find out. And let's go ahead and see how he described it. But y'all want to say it's about being black? I'm undefeated for sure. Hold on for a second. Oh, hold on for a second. Did I get put, bumped off? Hold up. Let me see. Uh, replay his shit. Let me re let me do his thing over. Hold, hold up for a second. 
He's like, it's deep. It's, it's worse than you can think. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, here we go. They won't come out and say it. And since I'm a part of the media now, and I try not to be like everyone else, uh, I try to, you know. What's going on? They, they, they mess talk up. With facts and, and, and honesty. And I clearly have to say last night, uh, without knowing all the facts, I spoke on Ime Udoka's defense. And after finding out the facts after I spoke, I erased what I posted because this situation in Boston is deep. It's messy. It's a hundred times uglier mm. than any of us thought. And than any of us thought. And that's why I erased what I said. He had to go back and erase his whole post of him race baiting and pandering. Guys, just don't stick up for somebody because they look got the same color as you. I don't do it. It's a failed experiment. Remember, I told you this during the blue chip mindset. The most harm will be done to you by someone that looks looks like you, someone that's related to you, or someone close to you. Most times you guys run to that defense and it's not the person you should defend. That's the person that's going to do you harm. Continuing. Uh, some things happened that I can't condone, I can't back. And Ooh. it's not my place to tell you what happened. If it ends up coming out, it ends up coming out. Oh, okay. So he spoke to someone in the know. He's like, it's not my place. I don't want to say. And he knows it's ugly. He's like, this ain't good, bro. This ain't good. But that was the reason why I raced in my post last night, because after I posted it, I got a call from someone who had all the details and oh, this shit is deep. So, oh, not one player has come out to defend Yudoka. No, not one player, not one coach colleague. The only one defending this moron is Stephen A. Smith and race baiters. <laughs> That's it. Everybody else that got the information or has a little bit wherewithal and experience in life knows that this guy royally fucked up. And I called it out in gear, and here I go. Y'all call me all kind of Uncle Toms again. When y'all going to realize that this Uncle Tom knows the game of life? I'm not perfect, but I know life. And I know when to roll with my brothers, and when I know when to let one flounder, I know when, I know when to dump one over the damn boat. I know when to get rid of one. It ain't never going to be just 100% I'm going to have your back, and they doing us bad again. Nope. And what about Brett Favre? Nope. This dude probably, when it, when it comes down, when it comes down, you guys are going to be ashamed of defending this guy. And I told you, I'm just here to help. Man, somebody says Stephen A isn't defending him. Yeah, he shuffled backwards. He was defending him initially. And now he's like, well, I just want to know why. And, and they're not telling why. And he's found a lane to actually try to say he's not defending him. Initially, I'll play the clip if you want. He never talked about that shit he's trying to sit on now. I'm just saying I, what he's doing reprehensible because he found out the details. And now he's backtracking and going, I, I'm just saying, why don't they just fire him? Stephen A. Smith is shuffling. He defended him. I'll play the clip. Praying for everybody involved. Somebody said it ain't our business. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, gentlemen. Let me let me just say something real quick. Okay. Let me just say something. When you're a public figure, you choose to be in the public eye. You choose to get the benefits of the public eye. 
you choose to use Instagram and social media to promote how good you are in your family life. You promote your beautiful wife, Nia Long, and shopping for homes and kids. When you benefit from it and you have 30,000 people showing up every night to come cheer you on. All of a sudden, you want to roll back and shuffle your ass back. Talk about it ain't none of our business. When we support your team, we buy the tickets. We buy the nachos and the drinks at $40 a damn nacho. Okay? We, so many people bet on these teams. Many people team, many of these people buy season seats. We buy season tickets to support these teams. We pay these player salaries. Do not backtrack and say it's not our business. It's absolutely all of our business. So we can't say, oh, well, we, we shouldn't have to know the details. Oh, you're saying that now because it's ugly. It's going to be bad for the guy. Yeah, but you wasn't saying that when it was going to be, we're we going to prove that they're discriminating against him. We wanted the details. Now Stephen A. Smith wants to put the genie back in the bottle. You want to put the damn, you want to close Pandora's box. You want to pack it back all in and say, either tell us everything or tell us nothing. Nah, hell no. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're in the public eye. You coach your franchise, which people bet on on a routine basis, which we all pack the gym to come see, which we all put our hope and faith on. Yes, the Tom Brady situation with Giselle affects how people have their betting, their, their support, their tickets. There's people that go to one game a season, and they do that every year. I'm sorry, every five years. They can only afford to take their family to one game. I want to show up and that be the team that I'm there to cheer. Do not go in there and tell me it's not any of my business. Okay? I want to know what team is going to be there. If I pay for the LeBron game, James game, I want him to play when he's in Boston. I bought the ticket for that. If he doesn't play, I need an explanation as to why he didn't pay because I just brought my home family here and he's sitting on the bench in street clothes. Okay? This is, this is how big of a deal it is. So uh, the people that are saying it's none of our business, it's absolutely going to be everybody's business here in a minute. Would you say, did you say that when Robert Kraft got busted getting a massage and getting his balls felt up by two linglings? Did you say it was none of our business? Nope. We wanted to know all the information. Tell us how it went. And if it was big or little, if he came fast or slow, we wanted to know all the details. We wanted to see what the woman looked like, X, Y, and Z. But now people shuffling on Emmy Yudoka because you defended him. Now we want to say it's none of our business, and that's a load of bullshit. Okay. Real C the God is in the building saying I'm on, I'm off point. No, just say you don't agree. Gentlemen, I'm not wrong. Just say you don't agree because your immaturity is not at the level of mine. It's okay. You don't have to agree. But I'm on point. Men have to understand we can't say a man is right or wrong. Just say you don't agree because you lack experience. You lack charm. You lack understanding. You lack wisdom. You lack knowledge. It's okay to not be on my level and disagree. But you can't say I'm wrong. I'm 100% right. This moron you're defending. You, you're, you're defending him and you got people that have the information and you're still defending him. I'm trying to help men. I, and not only that, this subject matter is exactly what be, I've been talking about for four years. Everything about this story sets up almost everything we talk about 
on a daily basis. <laughs> and there's guys still shuffling. This goes to the affairs. This goes to masculine frame. This goes to relationships. This goes to marriage. What about the women in this marriage that cheated with this guy who chose to lie with this guy? Allegedly, they're backpedaling now, believing women. Me Too movement. Sexual assault. This is almost every story encapsulated into one. You never get this lucky. We never get this lucky. We got everything in one. We got older men over women. We got man in power subordinate. We got human resources. We got lawyers. We got him being allegedly married or in a relationship. We got him being married to an older woman. Everything we teach is in this story. And I still got guys stuck on race. I tell you, but I listen, even when the guy has all the information, and he's a black man. He's trying to warn you. And you're still with him. I, I, I Listen, look at the tagline. I'm just trying to help. Matt Barnes just gave it to you. He's like, I got to get off this train. I got to get off. I learned the info. And I'm out. <laughs> And you're still here, caping for that moron, Emmy Yudoka. And he broke every single rule in the book. Every single rule in the book he broke, and you're still going in on him? I'm just trying to help. <laughs> you can't think past it. You can't. Listen, you're stuck. Remember, in my book, chapter three, this is where I told you. I said, don't. Box yourself in. I said, don't box yourself in. Because when you box yourself in on one thing where you'll go all out in defense for, then that, that makes you blinded to the real, the rest of the world. And you're stuck in this box and you're blinded to everything else. Read my book, chapter three. Do not box yourself in. And this is prime example. There's people who box themselves in and you're fully committed. And you're committing and you're blinding yourself to the reality of the situation. And even with the full information, even with the information I gave you, I said, none of his colleagues had defended him. In the coaching profession, in the coaching profession, most coaches would speak out. This is unfair. You fired him unjustly. Why? Because they don't want to be treated the same. But not one coach has brought, come up. Not one coach. Now, one coach has said, hey, man, you can't treat my colleague like that because if you treat him like that, my boss is going to treat me like that. Not one. Not one LeBron James, not one Greg Popovich, not one Steve Kerr, not one cool team they cool with. Not one. Nobody. Nobody's defending the guy. <laughs> you got it. But you still saying I'm wrong. Even Stephen A. Smith is 98% wrong. He's got only one part of it right. Matt Barnes was 100% wrong. And he, he was even had a he was even man enough to say, once I found out, I knew I could no longer defend the guy. I'm just trying to help. I could let you guys go out here and flounder and figure it out, but it says right here, men always have to learn the hard way. 
men always have to learn the hard way. There's one way. There's a there's a guy in here thinking Emmy did not make a mistake. <laughs> Stop asking me about Asian baddies. I don't want to care. I don't care about that. We're not even on that. We're on trying to get guys to really get it. And there's some guys that really don't want to let it go. You don't want to let that part go. This story got everything that we've been preaching on, and this guy did it himself. He shot himself in his foot. He shot his own self in the foot. Why don't you? Why don't you not do at least one of the things that this idiot's done? You guys are stuck on. They shouldn't be telling his story. They should tell all of it. I want to know every single detail, every single one. I want to see the footage. <laughs> all right. I want to see the footage. I want to see the non. I want to see the document. I want to find out that they warned him to stop. I want all the information. But because now it's not going to look favorable, you're saying we shouldn't. We shouldn't get the details. Oh, yeah, we should. By the way, they should have fired him. And I said that in my video. But they couldn't fire him. <laughs> wow. That, I mean, unreal. Unreal. I, I, I don't know why anybody's defending the guy at this point. They should be leaving this guy out hot, hanging high and dry. But nope. You're still stuck on that. That, 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 that you're still stuck on that. Brett Favre is not getting the info. <laughs> oh, they're gonna fire him. And the reason why they haven't fired him, um, in my opinion, is I believe, I believe that they're waiting up. They're they're just piling up the last few details. They're they're what they're gonna do is they're they're gonna wait. Um, as you guys know, the one person remember they said it. They said it was consensual. That's what they said. Boston could have been lying about that. They released it as consensual, but now this woman is going to change her story 180 degrees. We know this because I'm trying to tell you what female nature is. She's going to change her story 180. She's going to be the victim. Not only is she going to get paid, the women that were accused of being the person that they had the affair with is going to get paid. This is a part of what we teach here. So this is the collateral damage of getting some free sex. Not only that, Nia Long is going to get paid. <laughs> okay. Not only that, Becky Hammond or the, somebody like that will be the Boston Celtic head coach or something similar to that. I mean, we got that riding out. All for some sex. All for sex. And then you guys are going to complain why these women all of a sudden got promoted and, and you're not getting the promotion. You're going to be mad that these women are getting in positions. Why would they name her the head coach? And it's exactly because this fool could not understand that he's going to pay for sex. Somebody says she can't go back on her statement. Are we are we in are we in the right year? <laughs> what what year are you in? What what year are you in? She can't go back on her statement. When I tell you when women go in the court, I want you guys to listen. Uh, come on. I, I, I'm just trying to help. Remember when I said women don't abide by contracts? They have no legitimate reason to abide by a contract like they rip up contracts all the time, and then they just yell and scream and get out of the contract. They do this all the time. They change their story all the time, most of the time without repercussion. If you've ever been in court with a woman, she'll change her story, and the judge won't even bat an eye. And I will say that person's perjuring themselves, and they won't do nothing. They change their minds all the time, just like the aftercare thing that I talked about with Andrew Tate. A woman goes home. You think everything's fine. All of a sudden, it's not fine the next morning. She talked to a friend. Oh, he treated you like that. He did this. Oh, I. Oh, it is okay. 
She can go back on her work. <laughs> she could definitely go back on her work. And I say they don't abide by contracts. If this is the situation, all right, they're hoping to handle this, handle this in-house. Somebody says he'll be all right, coach. He looks like he's fine. He's doing absolutely fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. I think who was the last person that somebody said he'll be okay, coach? And then the next day I came on and I was looking at y'all like, who was that? I can't even remember. There's too many times I've been right. He'll coach again, though. He'll coach again. I don't know if it's in the NBA, but he'll coach again. There was somebody said that, oh, he'll be okay. And then the next day on the next stream, all the information started falling out. And I said, there you go. All right. So all of a sudden, he's not, he's not okay. But I'm just trying to help the situation. Those women are going to back away. They're going to be the victim. Um, the women's groups are going to come in. They're going to say you were sheltered and um, you were abused. Uh, again, Matt Barnes is saying there's even worse information. If they happen to hop on that gravy train, <laughs> he'll be the Nigerian coach. Yeah, there was somebody that once said, I was like, oh, this guy's in trouble. Oh, uh, no, nah, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Somebody have, was saying that. And I was like, okay. I don't know if it was Deshaun. Let me get to these super chats here. Let me see. All for, listen, listen. And I want you to think about this. All of this was because he wanted some sex. It wasn't because he was working hard and he was successful. It wasn't because he was diligent. And it wasn't that. It was because he, at some point, got these women to agree to have sex with him. And now this is where we are. I mean, listen, it's nothing more than that. There's nothing more. This is his inability to take his Johnson and make good decisions with it. This is all for sex, period. And when you think about it in this way, think about how dumb of a man you got to be to throw all of this away for some puss. <laughs> That's it. Like, literally, if he took his Johnson outside of the building, he would be okay. But no, he had to fornicate with two other men's wife, allegedly. All for some puss. All for some stank. All for some box. All for some stank on your finger. That is the bottom line. It wasn't like they caught him paying for it or they had a law. It was all for some puss. That's what makes it even more egregious. And that's back to the things of the principles that we talk about. Sometimes the P ain't worth it. Sometimes it's better to pay. Sometimes it's better to leave it alone. Sometimes it's better to jerk, but there's all these guys are here. No, man, he got to be a man. He got to get it where he can. And he's good and he's top. He's exercising his options. And somebody just said it. They not even baddies. Did you see one of these women, what she looked like? Do you want to see what one of the alleged women looked like? You're going to be floored. Who's still defending this guy? Please step up. Please step up. I mean, look, you should see what one of the women look like. I'm like, this, this cannot be what he threw his career away from. Now, this is allegedly because I, you know, these women are going to actually, the women who were put out on the internet as the possible women that were associated with MA, this is another lesson. They're going to get paid. 
they're going to get paid. Why? Because they're saying it's unfair that my image was put out there on the internet. There's actually a content creator that I saw before I went on. He better take that thumbnail down. He put a video out with the woman. Remember, we actually did it on my show, put it up there, and that was not the woman. She's going to get paid because their reputation was dragged in the mud. Their family was impacted. She's going to have a case. They were cutting her a check right now. They writing a check right now. That's why I said don't show the picture. And remember, these people put names out. They people screenshotted the executive list or all of the female workers, and they put pictures out circling these women's faces and putting their names out as possible women that were involved with this coach. This is defamation. This is how big of a deal it is. And there's somebody still defending this moron. I don't understand. How you don't see that this is a major violation on his side? He's gonna try, he's gonna cost this organization millions of dollars by this one act, millions. And there's some goofball still going, yeah. Well, it was because he was black, and then there was another excuse. Oh, um, at least he was. You know, they made it about Nia Long versus the other women. Oh, the other woman was finer than Nia Long, so it's fine. Mm. <laughs> I got to put the one picture up. This is why men be losing. Because there's no way you can say, well, it was worth it. The Boston Celtics, this is going to cost them $25 million. By the time they get done paying, the, I mean, the law firm that they hired, I'm sure was a very reputable law term, law firm. They're going to get $10 million by themselves. I didn't say who it was. <laughs> but look, let me see here. Now, her information is already out here. Let me see here. I'm going to see here. Boston Celtics executive, VP, VP's wife. Okay. So this is the one. Oh, man, boy. Yeah, they got they got plenty of women up here. They got the whole. They didn't put every female that worked for the organization out there. Oh, this was. No, no, no. That's not her. Where's the one? So, um, where did it go? Oh, yeah, they probably scrubbing it. They probably doing their best efforts to scrub the hell out of everybody's page. They're not trying to put out every anybody's name. Kathleen. Oh, she was a dancer. It looks like she was a dancer. Okay, so this was one of the. They're they're saying it's possibly two women that he had these affairs with and could it possibly have been, let me just give you this. Could it possibly have been that these two women found out and they had a cat fight? So you mess with two women at the same job. One found out because one was an older woman. One was a younger woman. They both found out and it was a big blow up. He did it himself. This is allegedly one of the women here. All right. Cause everybody's running with that story. This one, this one right here. This is allegedly the one that VP, the husband is the, the vice president. So this is this is all the, the allegations right here. This one. Now that's the one that's that's the better looking of the two. 
that that's the better looking of the two. The other woman that he was allegedly fall with was a train wreck. I was like, he threw his whole career away from that. He could not got he he couldn't went anywhere else in Boston. <laughs> um, hold on for a second. Let me find the other woman here. Let me see here. What what's this dude's name? Emmy Udoka. Go coach again. Fair women. See if I can find it here. The other one I only saw one photo of. I haven't seen that many, but they were saying there was possibly two women. Okay. Let me see here. Employee. And the other one, I was like, come on, don't tell me. It's, you, you didn't throw it away. You didn't throw it away for that woman. Oh, okay, I can't find it. See, that that woman is, um, her picture is a little bit harder to find. Let me see if I saved it, bookmarked it over here. Nope, I didn't. All right, let me check. Bear with me. This is a Friday night impromptu show. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, but but this is this is what this is what guys are saying. Oh man, Sean, he cheated on this. No, that man's out of line. This is the Nia Long picture they're putting up. <laughs> oh man, he cheated on this queen. Like that kind of guy, this kind of guy right here that is putting this photo up saying that he's dumb for cheating on this. I can't defend you either. This picture is from 1997. Mm. <laughs> you what? This picture was when she was 23. The woman's 51 now. What? Where is your head? Oh, man, he cheated on this. How is that possible? This right here. I can't even. I don't even understand it. There's no way you're putting that picture up as the picture that 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 as if that's what she looks like today. No way. Okay, I can't find the picture of the other woman. Let me read these things here on Cash App. Appreciate y'all. Leaf is in the building. Thank you, man, for the contribution. Let's get through these. OG1 says BW, I mentioned last night is 28. I don't I don't remember the context. I don't remember the context. Sorry, man. Maurice L says the game has to be in you, not on you. Yep. Most of it, the when when people talk about the game, people want it. They want to describe it as it's on me or it's always me. It's always going to be me. Uh, you act tough and act. It's not. It's not about that. If you miss me exposing Andrew Tate, people are mad. What? <laughs> All right, you missed it. Shout out to OG1. He says, assume she was older due to her wardrobe. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. So you got you a young Slimmy. She younger, 28. Uh, you better check her driver's license. Pete says, thank you, coach. Much love. I know these are hard topics, man. And it's hard because I can't, you know, you want me to align with you all the time. And it's just not possible. I just don't see any credible reason to support that guy at any, at, on any level. On any level. That guy's on his own. Shout out to uh, Kelson. He says, you can't win. You can't win. Yeah, man. And same goes for you, Bozos. Same goes for me. If I did the if I stepped in the amount of shit that the guy did, stepped in, I wouldn't say defend me. Uh, Curtis says the investigator was for her and he got caught up. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, uh, you know what? You, you Do you know what? That actually, I actually crossed my mind. 
That actually crossed my mind. What I believe and what you just said, uh, Curtis, about the investigator was for her and he got caught up. What I believe was the husband suspected that she was cheating and hired the private investigator. That's exact. That crossed my mind. He hired the private investigator for her and found out it was him. That's what I thought, too. That's exactly what I thought. You're absolutely right. So he might not have been in the building, but they tracked him. And then they found out what? Oh, my God, it's the head coach. What the hell? And he went back to the office. The husband was like, his brain, his brain probably was like, holy shit. And then he went to the office like, you won't believe what I found out. Actually, you're on point there. I actually thought about that. Yeah. I think the wife, he probably suspected the wife was cheating, hired a private eye, or something was going on, and he's he got caught in the middle. Now, that right there. Yeah, man. Shout out to Quentin. Says, accidentally deep stroke my slow. Uh-oh. Slow Tuesday. What did you do here? You busted. Game over for you. Or you didn't bust inside her. You just gave her the good. You gave her that good good. All right, uh, let me see. My friend, my friends overcharged me. CAGA found out about the gun line, boss. The gun line. All right, uh, yeah. Corey says, damn, coach, you let the NWA box you out in the paint this morning. Him need to set his feet better. Yeah, man, they got me. Where we at? Loud pockets, coach, you, when you talk about old heads, I spat out my coffee. It's true. Terry Bradshaw trying to sell me shingle medication. Joe Namath is trying to sell me life insurance. Y'all was holding on. They need to drag that old timer out. Uh, Miles, Miles says, uh, he says, you should do a CGA fantasy football league. I think about it, but I suck at fantasy football. All right. Dane Digital says, pissed off CGA is like Super Saiyan on Dragon Ball Z. And this is where we are now because I'm looking at it going, we, we got to do better. All right, we got a couple more. Jabari says, I've got, I've had opportunities, but chose to not crap where I eat. He's too good. He'll bounce back. He's a good coach. And he actually went to the NBA finals. He'll, he's going to coach again. If you think about some of these scandals, most of these guys recover from the scandals. They're going to recover from this. And another team's going to pick him up. It's not going to be his ideal job. He actually had his ideal job, Boston Celtics. Uh, but um, he'll get another opportunity. There's only, I mean, a lot of retread coaches. And a lot of these coaches, like Stephen A. Smith was saying, they do dirt too, and he's absolutely right. But it's how you do dirt. This guy was sloppy. This guy was sloppy with his dirt. Some guys do dirt, and this can be covered up. And I was actually going to mention somebody earlier, and that's when I got cut off. I know he was on, on the plugs there. Adrian Paul, now the Romanians, Transylvanians, and vampires are after you, coach. Can you take me out Kaylee style? I'm going to get up. I'm going to catch up. My friends overcharged me. Shut up and learn, youngsters. Shut up and learn. He says, I learned the hard way last year. When I said CGA guest was wrong about Jawan Howard incident, he says, I was emotionally arguing against my former college basketball coach, CGA. He says, of course, he was right, and I had to eat that humble pie. That's another situation. It's like, I can see it for where it is. I know what's going on, and it's bad. All right, no government name. Thank you for the money mindset. It's a game changer, he says. And also, when I listened to the R&B stream, you were right. When I look back at my old pictures, my hair was goofy a goofball damn shout out to you i was talking about the white guys right in their hair did i get you with uh you're right i don't care about dick buckets or eric dickerson yep i got that all already but a lot of guys want to go back and think about you know 
the what ifs and the snitch ninjas and like, what about this situation? That situation is taking care of itself because they have lawyers on it. You want to drag him. What's the purpose? Have a good reason. Reason. If it's just to drag him to take the attention off of this guy because he, he looks bad. I don't understand. Like your guy's looking bad. Now it's like, let's, let's take the attention off of him. <laughs> it's like, nope, nope. All right, let's let's let this play out. Now, all of a sudden, you want to keep things personal. Let's keep it in-house. They should have kept it in-house. No. <laughs> People mad as hell are. You're like, ah. The WNBA will take anyone. Let me check on the Super Chats on the other channel. Now, y'all want to keep it in-house. Now, y'all want to let the stuff spill out. He says, I think MA is done as a head coach in the NBA. He'll probably be an assistant or something at that point. Um, Yeah. Dolan has his working girls working in the front office. Again, he's the owner. This is how business works, man. When you're the owner, you can almost do just about everything, anything. And a lot of lawyers and law firms hire dumbass paralegals and assistants. But they're good looking and they got long legs and they look like Stacy Keebler or they look like a thick sister booty in Atlanta in, in, uh, in Atlanta. A thick sister in a big, nice pencil skirt in Atlanta. Everybody does this. <laughs> it's it's part of the game. But the reason why it works is because many times they got their bases covered somewhat. But Emi Yadoka covered no bases. Like, he didn't cover no bases. He didn't put no money. He didn't put no money up. He didn't put his quarter on the top and said he had next. He didn't mess with single women. He didn't mess with escorts. He messed with other men's wives. Like, this dude made mistake after mistake after mistake. And a lot of guys are like, well, these other guys are doing it. But they cover their tracks. They cover their tracks somewhat. Or they step, they make one wrong turn. This guy made 10,000 wrong turns. All right. 5-0 says, Coach, I got herpes. You think I can still find a girlfriend? Yes. Absolutely. There's girls that got herpes that will hook up with you. Yes. You're good. Just because you got herpes don't mean you're out of the game. There's girls walking around with the herp derp, and there's probably a dating app where you all can get together. You're good. Somebody says it wasn't in-house mistakes. I agree. I Listen, he, yeah, he he made, gosh, dang, I mean, good. Shout out to O'Neill says, uh, could have just paid a pro. Now he's going to lose a lot of money because he didn't want to pay. This is the always the lesson. And he probably was. I would probably say he might have been bragging. I don't know. I, I can't really say that. But just think about it. We've all been in these situations where we had a school or a job or something where we were banging multiple women. And, um, you know, you think you're doing good. You're like, hey, hey, hey. yeah, you know. <laughs> and now look at his ass. Trick, look at you now. Um, somebody says, um. Somebody said, yeah, he, look, what owner is going to hire him to come bang his wife? Uh, that They could do that for other ones. Somebody said, how much was his salary? He was one of the lowest paid coaches in the league. Now, somebody's going to have a conspiracy theorist about that. But you have to understand he had zero head coaching experience. He was hired for the Celtics. They didn't really expect to go to the finals. And when they went to the finals, he was under a contract that barely had his signature on it. 
Uh, sometimes, I don't know if you guys know, some of these coaches get hired and they go off and running on the job before the ink is even put on the contract. I actually know a coach who was a head college basketball coach and they got the job because the head coach resigned late and they moved this person up to the head coach, but they didn't even sign the contract until the second season. Now they had a contract in place already to make sure they got paid, but it wasn't the official contract. You see what I mean? These contracts and these negotiations sometimes can get a little complicated, or if you're just desperate, you sign for anything. And he was a low experience coach and they don't even have, they don't even have his numbers out. I actually checked. He, he don't even have his numbers out. And they said he's probably one of the lowest paid in the league because, because of his position. So at that point, at that point, he's now allegedly, uh, according to the media, what they're saying, he's going to get paid half of what he was making based on his suspension. So if he was making $3 million, which would be the lowest paid in the NBA, $3 million a year, he's going to make $1.5 million, and he's going to lose. <laughs> he gonna lose. And essentially, he could have rolled his own ticket if the Boston Celtics perform well this season. Then he could have get in that conversation of five, seven, eight, ten million dollars. I think the highest paid is eleven million. So I know coaches that haven't signed their official contract until season two because they have somebody working on their behalf to negotiate. Now, sometimes in the NBA, it can speed up. I can't imagine he didn't have a contract, but but let's just say he signed the contract when he got hired, and they said we're going to name you the coach. Here's $3 million. He took his team to the finals in his first year, meaning he should have came back to the table this summer and said, renegotiation. We signed me for three years for $3 million. I took the team to the finals. We need to be up in the $6 million range. No, not his dumb ass. He's in the $1.5 million range. Mm. <laughs> and he was on a $6 million for five-year contract with input in the organization and general manager duties. Now he's sitting at home, 1.5 million, and he's lucky to have that in year number two. And there's somebody in here still defending this moron. <laughs> Come on. How? <laughs> he fumbled life. He'll be fine. That's an L. <laughs> that got to be the, that's, a, that's an L. Yeah, contract on toilet paper because sometimes those things happen fast. And by the way, I've actually had jobs where my contract wasn't finalized for a significant point of time, but it wasn't a year. It was like months. Because when you get a coaching job, you hit the you hit the ground running. You're not like, okay, let me finish this job up over here and let me move my family and I'll report in a month. Most of the time when you get a coaching job, you're there the next day. I actually got a coaching job. I got hired. They gave me the phone call. I was in New York. I drove to New Mexico the next day <laughs> in my Ford Explorer. Almost nonstop. I stopped in Albuquerque. I think, no, no, no. What, where did I stop? I stopped behind, uh, I can't remember. I left New York, drove nonstop. New York all the way, St. Louis, boom, all the way to Oklahoma City, all the way to Albuquerque. I slept in a motel parking lot for three hours, woke back up. And kept going. <laughs> you know why I did that? Was because the, the um, he says, if it's true, bro, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. 
if it, uh, the reason why I did that was because the kids were getting out of school. I just got the job and I wanted to meet the team before everybody was going home. Everybody was going home. So I wanted to have a team meeting with my new team before they went home for the summer. Otherwise, I would have had to wait three months, two and a half months till they got back. So I was trying to do that. They gave me that call. They was like, okay, yeah, you hired. I didn't sign no contract. I went out recruiting. <laughs> I was spending money. I was like, I spent money on the recruiting. I was buying this and that. I was, I hit the ground running. They paid for my move. And I had that. I was calling them back. They need to move this, pack this up, pack that up. So anyway. So that's kind of, um, somebody said, why didn't you fly? Because I wanted to have my car. <laughs> I wanted to have my car. So, um, you know, I was moving stuff there. I had all these things. I had my car and I was going to have to have my car to go to recruiting trips. I was gone. I was gone before I could even buy a ticket. They, they gave me the call. I don't even think I went to sleep. I was like, I'm out. Oh, by the way, um, the school that I was going to had no airport. Like it's a small town. It was a division two school. So you couldn't get no, I mean, it's in New Mexico. You flying into New Mexico? I think I look, let me get a flight to New Mexico. It would have been way more too much. It would have took like three days. It would have took three days. It would have took, where am I flying to? Flying to Oklahoma City, wait for a connection. I'm trying to beat them, fly into Albuquerque, drive down to Las Cruces. Mm. <laughs> Shit. It would have took three freaking days. So anyway, shout out to O'Neal. Did I get you already? He says, uh, could have. Oh, I got you already. But yeah, when coaches get hired, there's no, I'll, I'll be there in two weeks. There's nothing. You go the next moment you can. And then when you get there, you're going like this. There's no hours in coaching. You don't clock in and you don't clock out. You work all day. You work all night. You sleep in the office. You're making phone calls. Um, I can get you guys some information about the business. When you're recruiting, you know, you wake up and have six, 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 eight, six a.m. wait. All right. Study hall. You there to get the kids in school. And then you have basketball practice in the afternoon, team meal, recruiting visit. You call them recruits at eight, nine o'clock at night. You go, you on the road, you going. And that's what you need to do. And most of the time, if you get hired late, you got to get new recruits in. Oh, shit. I need five new players. You gone. Randy Bills says, I always wanted to go to New York, so I booked a four-day trip on Impulse. Got to see some of the landmarks, free agent for life. Yeah, man, that's actually New York, man. And New York's not what it used to be. Uh, Don Juan, uh, CGA, how about swingers? The rules differ, right? The rules differ on swingers, yes. Somebody says, yeah. Uh, the uh, swingers, like when I say don't sleep with a man's wife again, that's a general statement. But you will come across swingers, which that's another that's another decision that you have to make. Most of the time, you know, swingers are either experimenting, they're new or they're old. Uh, you're not going to find many swingers that are hot chicks in their 20s and a goofy ass husband. You're not going to find many. Most of the swingers you're going to find are been married for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. So it's going to be an old, soggy, 47-year-old feeling herself with nylon stockings and pumps. And she's going to think she's a dominatrix and is she going to have little soggy raisin titties? I mean, 
Somebody said, I'm rambling. Get to the Tate story. I already did the Tate story. I already did the Tate story. You missed it. <laughs> All right, people in here, they see me expose Andrew Tate. All right. All right. What part of the stream are you guys on? I did Andrew Tate already. All right. Shout out to Flavor Country. I got you already. Even the mafia will go. He says, even the mafia will go off for you sleeping with another man's wife. Even the mafia is going to, you can't do that. Even if the guy goes to jail and you sleep with his wife, bad news. But you guys don't have any rules at all. There's rules to this. Shout out to E. Mass. He says it only takes one. It only takes one bad situation with the woman, and it's a wrap. Congratulations to Albert Pujols, by the way. I hope he gets his 700. Okay, but you guys violate all these rules. You guys listen to dating. There's dating coaches that tell you to sleep with another man's wife. I don't know what kind of suicide that is, right? What kind of suicide mission is he sending you on? I'm sending you to protect yourself and your money and your wealth and your future in the next 20 years of your life. And you guys got people sending you on suicide missions. Man, yeah, man. <laughs> man, yeah. Sleep with another guy's wife, man. Yeah, you the man. Yeah, he wasn't handling it at home. Dude, the only time it's fair to sleep with another man's wife. The only time. Are there? I, I haven't seen this many trolls in a long time. I, I see there's a couple of trolls in here. Wow. I haven't seen this. I'm a pretty legit content creator. I didn't realize I had trolls that come in without face pictures and trying to troll me in the live chat. Wow. Maybe maybe it was the Andrew Tate thing. But um, the only time it's fair to sleep with another man's wife is if that man presents. If that man presents his wife to you. That is the only time. If that man comes up to you and says. <laughs> if that man comes up to you and says, here she is. I'm insulting their God. The Andrew Tate guys are in here and I already did it. And I, it's not what you think. I actually captioned it. Andrew Tate exposed because that's what the video said. I didn't go. In here. <laughs> I'm insulting their God. If the guy comes in and says, here's my wife. I want you to bang her. That's the only time that you could make a decision, executive decision. They go, okay, I, I see you guys are into this type of thing. That's it. That's it. That's the only time. Other than that, leave her, leave her wife ass alone. Leave her soggy booty alone. I don't care what she can do when she's good at the leave her alone. And even most of the time, if you're a black male, you're gonna get more of these opportunities than you believe. Just live in the suburbs. These men will be like, you can have her. <laughs> So, guys, just leave them wives alone. Shout out to S. Smith says, hey, coach, when you going to smash Jeannie Buss? Jeannie Buss is a little freaky freak. By the way, the Los Angeles Lakers organization, Um, if this happened to a Lakers coach, I think it would be different. If Emi Udoka was a Lakers coach, this would be a completely different story. 
in my opinion. This would not be the story because the Lakers are a family-owned business. Genie Bus runs it. The debauchery that's happened in the Lakers organization is infinite. You can you can just throw this on top of everything else. They would have just smoothed it on over. The Lakers. But you're talking about the Boston Celtics. They're owned by a private investment group. They're don't they're not owned by a family. The Bus family doesn't own them, right? They're owned they're not publicly traded, but it's somewhat close which they have private stockholders and all that to to uphold to. They have to answer to these people. They can't just throw it out there and just say, we'll hide information. They're they're beholden to stockholders and investors. The Lakers are not. The Lakers are owned by, pretty much ran, ran and owned by the bus family, and that's it. And they can hide. They can hide people doing lines of cocaine. They can hide women getting banged at halftime. They can hide. They can hide it all up. If this is the Lakers, we are not talking about it. If th- This is the Celtics, though. This is the difference between franchises. Uh, rational rationality, he says, took down a Mastodon and Biloxi last night. Oh, man, shout out to you. All right, shout out to you. Congratulations. It's the difference between the Mets and the Yankees. If you do this with the Yankees, they're probably going to expose you. If you do it with the Mets, nobody will care. <laughs> right? Nobody would care. They'd be like, the Mets, the Yankees. Now you're on front street. Matter of fact, people in Europe know who the Boston Celtics are. That's kind of like us. We don't really know football, soccer, but we know Man United. If something happened with Man United, we'd be like, that's interesting. Because that is kind of like the marquee franchise, even though they're not any good in the last few years. But you'd be like, man, you? Oh, man, that's interesting. But if they was like, you know what I mean? They was like, uh, <laughs> name one of them little ass Tottenham. If it was Tottenham, nobody would care. Tottenham. 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 What is it? Oh, the Tottenham coach. Nobody cares about Tottenham. I want to know about Man U. Yeah, if it was Chelsea, we would be like, wow, Chelsea's coach did this? We would be like, wow. But it's the it, it, it's it, it, it's not Chelsea. It's the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are global. Everybody knows them. You can't mess up. If he was coaching the Atlanta Hawks, nobody would care. If he was coaching the Lakers, they would have smoothed it over. You're coaching the Celtics. You can't do it. It's crazy. The Tottenham Spurs are pissed right now. Shout out to Tottenham. So we're talking about brand recognition. We're not talking about the ninja team. Y'all New York, you know, your New York Knicks. Even New York Knicks would be a story. But we're not talking about the uh, New Jersey Nets. We're not talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. We're talking about the Boston Celtics. We're not talking about the Pelicans. The Pelicans, they would have brushed it over. Nobody would have cared. We're talking about the head coach of the Celtics. Tottenham Spurs coach, <laughs> Tottenham Spurs coach there after me. Now Tottenham is after me. What is it called? Tottenham? Now everybody in Tottenham are after me like I needed more, like I needed more beef out here. Andrew Tate, fans are here thinking I'm exposing him. They missed it. Now they're after me. Everybody in India is after me. Now Tottenham wants my neck. Pause. Rational rationality, I got you taken down. The Mastodon, I think we're almost done with this stream. Shout out to S. Smith says, Coach God Adams killing it again. 
Yes, indeed. I need to check in and totten him. Kiki is in the building. Coach, thank you for the occult knowledge of the mating market. This is truly, he says, my sense of understanding that is the occult world is hidden from one's understanding of life. 100. Shout out to uh, Brown310. Hey, guys, what you really know, uh, we're just normal ham and eggers. If you really know what the wealthy did, if you really knew what really was going on, I think you guys, you guys aren't ready for it. This world and what really goes on between wealthy people and powerful people and, and the top, uh, that's why sometimes you want the rules to apply to you. You want, you want Yadoki Emmy Yadoki to get a pass. He ain't in it. He ain't in it to get a pass. He ain't been in the game long enough to get a pass. Emmy Yudoka don't get no pass. Neither will you. You don't get no pass. Just like, uh, look at what Brett Favre and them. Now we can talk about Brett Favre. Look at what they're doing. They was taking money from the poor. We're talking about 50, 60, 70 million dollars. And they did not give a damn about none of you people. (laughs) (laughs) That's how wicked they are. Not only that, they had the money. They had the money themselves, and they still was stealing it from you. Am I doing point four? I ah, forget it. We'll do it. We'll do it next week. I still got to do these super chats. I, I know if I probably missed them. They don't care about you. That's what we got to understand about these people. Y'all waiting for them to care about you and, and, and do the right thing. They're way past that. And the reason why I say think they're way past that is because is because they know what's coming. <laughs> they know what's coming. Oh, Pujols got 700. They were serving up meatballs for him. Shout out to Pujols. Congratulations. He's in the, he's the, the reason why they know what's coming. Again, like I tell you, um, the dude from Tesla, Elon Musk, he's going to Mars by 2030. That's his plan. He's out of here. Everybody else is trying to get as much as they can. They're trying to get as much as they can because the, the you know what I mean? There's going to be times where there's going to be sparse resources and they want theirs. They're not going to let you get any and they're not trying to help you get any. Okay. And with that being said, they roll in a different circle. They have a different spirituality. They have a different outlook on life. They're in a parallel universe. They think you're peons. They're not beholden to you. They owe you nothing. That's how they feel. They owe you absolutely nothing. So don't think they're going to do the right thing by you and give you all the information and the details. They'll say, we'll tell you what we want to tell you, and that's it, and you deal with it. Meanwhile, pay us our taxes, pay us our money, hail Caesar, and cooperate and follow the law and don't break the rules. And they proceed to break them. they like, the rules don't apply to me. <laughs> they apply to you. These are the rules we made for you. We could steal $70 million. Now, Brett Favre is going to get slapped on the wrist. He's going to do a little bit of time in a jail, country club style. He's going to get his ass out. He's going to do whatever the hell he's going to be. He's going to be back to doing what he's doing. If you did it, if you stole as much as $5 from the welfare system, you'd be locked up. <laughs> you'd be locked up for 50, 11 years. All right, shout out to Age Against the Machine or Age of the Machines. Coach in super late. Came in super late. He says, seems like we really better pay attention. Rich and famous are getting socially murked 
right before our eyes. So if you really knew what's up, um, a lot of these guys do make deals with these people and then they will hang you out to dry as well. They will make hang you out to dry. So don't think there's loyalty among thieves. These are all lessons, man. This is why I, I don't have a loyalty to anyone. Neither do I have a loyalty to the black race. I know people want to have me that. And sure, you're going to need us at some point. Okay. <laughs> okay. My loyalty is almost like this is a game of survival. This is a game of risk. There's no loyalty anywhere. There's no loyalty amongst these. By the way, y'all ain't y'all wouldn't defend me on anything, bro. So I know this. What about the dude? Y'all letting every every potential guy that is worth something get clapped. Why would I think there's any loyalty that you have for me? Why should I have loyalty for you? Right? And you guys want to always reel people in and then say, because you want the peons to all be together. Well, I'm not going to be in there riding with you. You have no loyalty to me. Y'all let PNB, uh, PNB get clapped. Y'all let um, Nipsey Hussle get clapped. Pop Smoke get clapped. Excess Tentacion get clapped. Y'all let all these dudes get clapped. Kevin Samuels get clapped. Y'all let all these people get clapping. You wonder why everybody ain't riding with you all the time. Hey, man, we need to stick together. Now, dude, every time y'all letting the people who make it out of there get clapped. Young Dolph get clapped. Pop Smoke get clapped. Somebody says KS clapped. Yes, remember? Protect them at all costs. Guess y'all didn't follow up on that. Just saying. And then afterwards, what did y'all have for him? Nothing. Y'all had nothing for him. But so, but, but these things, you guys want me to ride with you, but then y'all not riding. Y'all not protecting people, man. Y'all not protecting people. So when you get that shit straight, let me know. That somebody else just happened. Somebody else just got clapped recently. And I was like, damn, it's just. Nobody going to haunt me, man. Yeah, Tupac. They still haven't solved Tupac's murder. Wow. And nobody cares. What if they solve Tupac's murder tomorrow? What would happen? Nothing. Biggie's murder. Nothing. Let him get clapped. <laughs> okay. This is what I know. All right, and then and then y'all want everybody to ride for y'all. All right, nobody, but y'all don't protect nobody. Somebody said they solved it. They've arrested nobody. They've arrested nobody for Tupac. They've arrested nobody for Big E. Nobody's been arrested on any one of those guys. Jam Master J just got, a, his, his nephew just got arrested probably like 12 years later. I don't know, man. This is kind of how I look at it, but um, it is what it is. When you guys figure it out, let me know. T-Mon, nobody got T-Mons. Nobody got solved T-Mon stuff. So I look at it, man. I think, man, we got to really have a real conversation about this thing here. Got to real have a conversation. And if it was somebody who you would say would be an agent, an agency, well, that tells you where you stand. If there's any conspiracy theorist or any gang stuff, it, it tells you where you stand. So 
is it is it the race thing that we're cool or are we just gonna let these agencies or the gang culture or whatever else oh we when it comes to that we got no answer well mm. <laughs> okay well then what's the benefit when it comes to it when all of a sudden they can do whatever they need to do and all of a sudden well the gang culture well we can't snitch we got all the information but we ain't gonna snitch because we live in a no snitch culture well what's the point then Somebody answer these questions. I'm just throwing out questions. I don't, I, I don't, I'm just asking. Because you're trying to say we stick together, but then there's all these ways that, well, we can't fight the government. The government did what they did and they got them and they did what, oh, well, it, it was unsolved, man. It was a girl. She didn't do it. And I don't know. And how dare you say that guy was disappeared. There was nothing nefarious about it. Clean cut case. The coroner said X, Y, and Z. We marching on. So now you don't got his back. Nobody investigated. Nobody called Dateline or nothing. <laughs> nobody called Dateline. I would have been on Dateline. Hold up for a second. Nobody said nothing. Oh, the coroner said. Oh, it's gang culture. You know what I mean? Listen, we got we down for the black folks, but the gangs run the street. They run the corner, and now somebody did it. I saw who did it, but I'm not snitching. I got to protect my family. Malcolm, Martin, stop. Yeah, we should love this. this is a great Friday. We should love to have these conversations. Because you make it so simple. We down for each other. You down for the cause. But then when it, oh, well, you know. You understand, I can't snitch. It's like an episode of First 48. <laughs> All right, I got some people over here. Let me see here. All right, shout out from Toronto. Supporting from Toronto. Somebody out there from Ontario. Mate, you'd be like, oh, well, it was Suge Knight. So, but I knew it was Suge, but it's Suge. So I don't want Suge to be after me. So guess what? I don't have your back. Mm. Shout out to Vans. What did you say, bro? He says, coach, did you hear what Klaus? Oh, Klaus Shaw said at the WEF that imagine in 10 years, everybody had a chip in their heads. Wow. He says, I sent the link in locals. You'll have to cover it. He says, uh, and would you cover what Dr. Fauci said? Uh, no, not tonight. New, new, but new, new, new world. Again, we talk about elites and classism in this situation. This is a bigger game than we actually know. This is a bigger game. And I hate that we whittle it down to like, oh, race. It ain't even about that. In my opinion, what I've been exposed to, I think it has really, unless unless you're talking about poor people. Shout out to Mr. Reed. He says, lack of D-discipline will get you every time. I think this is more economic in class. And I think it's even, even what people consider wealthy, rich people, they ain't even in the game. <laughs> when it comes to even rich people, rich, there's some rich people who think they're rich. Like you make $250 a year, you make $500,000. You ain't even in the club. You on the outside looking in. As George Carlin said, they got a big old club and you ain't in it. If a dude can get deleted worth $3 million in South Central Los Angeles for a gold chain, $3 million don't qualify. You don't qualify for no protection, for no connection. You you still on the outside. (laughs) And there's a big grasp. There's a big grasp for resources. And never think that somebody's going to say, I have enough. I think the people, 
know that this is a long-term game and they want to protect their family. This is kind of how I look at things. I don't know. We can have this conversation. This is not conspiracy theory. Okay. I think people know they're trying to help generations of their people. And in this game, this is a long-term game, meaning five five generations from now, this stuff will still be, the, the things that people are doing now will set them their people up five generations from now. This is why they are working so hard and aggressively to keep you with little and give them a lot. This is kind of how I think of things. So they're not being selfish for them. They're being selfish for their, their legacy and their people. And at the same time, at the same time, you, your people in five generations will be poorer if your mindset is still bad. Just think about your people in five generations versus the people now who got, you know what I mean? They're the top 1% of the earners, top 5%, top 10%. In five generations, their people are going to be set up. You, (laughs) you still arguing with and battling poor people with poor mindsets. You guys are going to be, you're going to, your people are going to be super poor. Super poor. Yeah, the Kardashians the Kardashians, by the time Kim Kardashian is a great-great-grandmother, a dead great-great-grandmother, think of where her, think of where her, her daughter's daughter is going to be in life and where you're going to be. <laughs> think of where America is going. Think of where the Kardashians' daughter's daughter, think of where Kanye West's daughter's daughter is going to be. And then where you or your people going to be. <laughs> this is what, this is the game. This is the game. So this is why I don't get pulled back with all this, what's happening today and what happened yesterday and what happened tomorrow, meaning what happened with my people yesterday. Man, y'all better get, y'all need to, this is a big game. Y'all, y'all still playing, y'all still playing hopscotch and jacks. Y'all playing double dutch. You're not even playing checkers. These people are playing chess. You playing, you playing jacks where you drop, you throw the ball up and it bounces and you try to pick up as many jacks. You That's what y'all playing. That's when you come over here with all this race stuff. That's what I sound like. You sound like you're playing jacks because you're trying to whittle it down to this small argument where you're always trying to make it, try to make sense. And the reason why it doesn't make sense is because that's not what it's about. This is about. I got money. This is what it's about. It's about green. Or it's about whatever digital current. This is what it's about. Y'all, y'all still playing. Y'all still playing. Sorry in Candyland. These people playing strategic chess. And every single day, they're getting richer and richer. And every single day, you're getting poorer and poorer. And you're fighting other poor people for a position to be poor. This is why my this is why they clap me. And it's about power. Yeah, it's about the power that comes with that. And this isn't conspiracy theory. I don't want you guys to be scared. I just want you to change your mindset. Don't argue with me on such Mickey Mouse stuff that doesn't matter because we already show it doesn't matter. Pop smoke, right? That stuff don't matter. What what happened to all his brothers? That did they protect him? Nope. Who got him? His brothers. Right? 
they they own yeah man that's kind of what i live off of and i'm that's what my mindset is on on that that's where i'm at don't try to drag me back in the dirt with you meaning try to argue these points and get me to do something that really is minuscule in the minute in the things of things and in the, in the thing in this game of life it's minuscule that's a mickey mouse argument where we need to be is thinking about self-preservation because that's what they're thinking about the kardashians are thinking about self-preservation while you're distracted over here trying to defend emmy udoka because he just happens to have a percentage of melanin that reminds you that he's your people. But in the true reality, he ain't even close to being your people. He's not even related to you. But he just happens to have just enough shade of melanin for you to ride with him on doing something completely moronic. I don't get it. To me, that's such a small-minded idea. It's such small-minded thinking that I can't even get with you. It's such a small-minded way to think about life that I can't even align with your thought. And somebody said, he doesn't even know you exist. And he would be appalled that you're supporting him knowing that who he is as a human being. Somebody, yeah, it's like robbing the, it's like robbing the corner store. You're acting, you're talking like, like robbing the corner store. And I would say, I would never rob a corner store. But there's somebody that tonight has to do it because that's where he is economically. When I would never take that risk. Shout out to Flavor Country with Chef Martel. He says you have to be a billionaire to even be considered in the club. And I think they made 50 more people became billionaires this year. 50 more billionaires. We had 100. Um, I think we had 1,000 more millionaires. And most of us are still just trying to tread water. And we're here. You're here trying to drag me back, and you see me clearly taking off, right? You see me making an effort to take off, and you're somewhere in Philadelphia. You're somewhere in Trenton, New Jersey, trying to make me drag me back to a black man's being victimized once again when we can once again prove that that is not what it's about. It's very clear that he is not the victim. He is the person who made the dumbass mistake. See, why don't you kind of uplift me? Why don't you help me? If you're not going to help yourself, why don't you help me? Why don't you allow me to go on this journey to find out where the rest of the secrets are and allow me to come to you instead of arguing me down and bringing me back to Trenton, New Jersey, and Rochester, New York, in the middle of Gary, Indiana, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I don't want to be on Burley, somewhere on Burley, standing on the corner, liquor store and all having this conversation with you. I'm I'm above this. I'm above this pay. This is above my pay grade. This is below my pay grade. And it's not even the secret to this life. Trust me. <laughs> it ain't even a secret to life. It's actually a distraction to your life. If you don't believe me, I've wrote about this for too many. Uh, people think this is brand new. I wrote this in my book four years ago that that is one of the biggest distractions in your life is to ride with anything because they look the same as you. you you're going to lose every time. You're never going to win that argument. (laughs) 
uh, anyway, you're always going to look, that's always going to be an L. It's always, okay, let me ask y'all that. When has it ever been a W? <laughs> Hold on for a second. Can y'all tell me one time? You can't yes, the blind leading the blind. When is it one time where y'all came up and was like, aha, it's discrimination. When when has that ever worked? I'll wait. When has that ever worked where y'all just yelled and screamed loud enough to point out the fact? Give me one instance where that actually y'all just berated the media enough and cried and kicked and screamed just enough to point out the fact where you tried to prove discrimination where there was none. And you actually, they actually uncovered it. They were like, oh, George Floyd is the closest, but obviously you knew what was at stake. They had to get the presidency. And so they were willing to do what? Let that man die in the street. And it worked. That about the only time in American history. But other than that, never has that conversation ever worked. Where they came out, you kicked the screen. The There's got to be discrimination. Not even Emmett Till. Not even Emmett Till. Not even Emmett Till got justice. Not even Emmett Till got justice. He's still the woman's still alive that caused his death. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Quiet. Y'all still letting her breathe over there. Nobody protesting, nobody nothing. But y'all want to drag old-ass, old-timer football players. I'm telling you, man. One day you'll see it. But one day you'll see it, and you'll see it my way. One day you won't, and you will never grow as a man. You'll still be somewhat poor, clashing with other poor people. Um, similar to like that one lady that went into that Georgia bar recently. She went into the bar in Georgia and there were some rednecks in there calling her the N-word or I don't know. They were, I don't know what they, they were saying the N-word. And so she's recording it. She's saying she's being discriminated against, but recently she's been in there. She wasn't discriminated against. And she's saying they're, they're, they're discriminated against her because she's the only black person in there. She's like, I don't want to go anywhere else. I want to play pool here. I don't know if you've seen the video. Now, what what I find interesting is there's so many people offended by these goofy ass rednecks in a bar. Discriminating against that person. Now, if you're on that level of the argument, I have nothing for you. Because I would never argue with a redneck. (laughs) In my world, I'm light years ahead of them. As of today, I'm light years ahead of them. So whatever meth they've been smoking, whatever how much time in the hot sun they've been in, whatever third grade education they got, whatever little small country-ass town they live in, whatever big-ass Chevy 1976 pickup they're driving, there's no way in, in the world I would ever consider anything they say to me of significant importance. <laughs> There's nothing they can do to me. There's nothing they can say. They can call me all kind of ninjas. They're ninja, ninja, nin- what? Okay, great. Nothing. Matter of fact, 
it'd be hard. I'd be hard pressed to even find myself in that situation. Hey, boy, I'm going to put you in your place, you uppity ninja. That junk would bounce off of me so hard, I wouldn't even get emotionally. I would be like, like what? Y'all let dudes cuss you out in 7-Eleven with two teeth in their mouth. He got oversized pants, obviously homeless, on drugs. He's white. He's in the middle of Florida in 7-Eleven. And you'll knock him out and lose your whole life. It don't matter what the hell he said. He's obviously beneath you. Why would you even be? What He called me the N-word, man. Next time he called me the N-word, I'm going to knock him out. What? Let him call you whatever you want. You can call me whatever. What does his words matter? His words matter nothing. He can't impact me in zero, zero ways. Now, if they rolled up in the truck and they all had shotguns out, that's a different conversation. But this dude got two teeth. One on the top, one on the bottom. Drunk, drugged out, homeless, in despair. He's lower than you. He recognizes that. He calls you out your name, and you lose your life Mm. by knocking him out to prove a point. I showed him what? Mm. This is all life lessons. This is the stuff I tell my son. Never, ever wrestle with a pig. Never, ever. Try to prove your point to someone well beneath you. Never, ever think their words have value. Their words have hate and despair because they're desperate. But they can't do anything to you other than that. And they got the reaction that they wanted. They got you to go down to beneath you. This is why I don't respond to other content creators that want to create some sort of scenario about me. Well, obviously, I'm beneath them because why would somebody above me come down all the way to CGA? Why would somebody with 800,000 subscribers make this video? It's always someone right at my level or below. It's never anyone above. Thus, you get no response. Why would I respond to that? I'm actually doing them a favor by even bringing up their name. Guys, this is all the 48 laws of power. This is all the art of war. Why would I do that? It doesn't make sense. It actually would help and aid them and actually brought myself down to their level and actually responded in the way that benefited them. Right? All right. He says silence is violence. We kicking it deep today and Nova is needing some food. So, man, I better get wrapped up here. But let me make sure I got all the contributions here. Let me make sure I got all the contributions. All right. Um. No, we got no government name. He says, CGA, you are not joking about the junior college. I'm 27. Um, the only girls who I match with are between 18 and 22. Exercise your options, gentlemen. To the dark side, I go. And also protect yourself. <laughs> Keep yourself protected at all times. We got Mr. Beach Swag. Stop shuffling, coach. Communitas, stand up and rise up. At some particular point, we'll rise up together as a people. It will take some time. It's been 45, 50, 11 years, but at some particular point, we'll get together. But uh, I would probably venture to say solve Malcolm X's murder murder first. Martin Luther King, Nipsey, Tupac, Biggie. Y'all ain't solved PNB Rock yet. Nobody's protesting. Y'all ain't down there at the law office asking for justice. Nothing. All right. Um, what about Big L, uh, Jam Master J? Rest in peace to all these brothers that we're speaking about here. 
All right. Solve all of these people first. T Mon. <laughs> Dr. Sebi. Yeah. Hey, solve all they murders first, and maybe you might get a fan. All right, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Where we at here? Shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you for the support. Appreciate it. And if I pissed y'all off, well, I'm sorry. Straggling sniggle. We out of here. I Peace. looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I gotta do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. <laughs>